0: Don't touch my hair.
1: You need hands to hold someone you care for.
2: You need hands to show that
3: you're sincere. When you Feel nobody wants to know
2: you. You need hands to brush away the tears
1: when you hold a brand new
2: baby. You need tender hands to guide them on their way. Welcome to
4: Tales from the East End, episode 230, and it's me, Gary P., and of course, it's the prof, it's Carl Reilly.
5: Recording uh, unusually early in the week, are here, Monday night, which is always a risk, because, like
4: you know, things develop later in the week, but here we are. Yeah, we certainly are, prof. We're getting it done and dusted early in the week. Um... Yes, yeah, so we're back We're back on the road, Prof. This week we reviewed a trip to Sligo in our opening league game of the season and it's the members only corner as Winston meets the Gaffneys and Robbie and his son Jason's making his Tifties debut at last and there's another quiz between Ronan Finn, Leon Poles and Sean Hoare. Uh, Prof, I just came across a pic there. My dad sent it to me on um, Facebook Messenger actually from the first day we actually recorded.
5: I don't remember. the. Fo- I remember another photograph. Of the first recording, we've put it up online before. You remember the little scaffold we have? We but had, that angle, that pho- I don't remember that photograph. No, I,
4: don't, I don't, know. I think my dad just took it and put it up. Yeah, did a scaffold. Yeah, that. using was, it, was, it. Was actually it actually looked good? That was hilarious. Yeah. Well, did it? We had a ladder and a scaffold as our equipment. It was a nice sort of way of holding the laptop, I suppose. Mm. Um, yeah. So, um Liam Regan Gimarings, he said he'd be listening to the podcast on the Italian Alps this week so keep another. these coming I Adam. love these uh, exotic places people are tuning in keep them coming keep them coming oh wait hold on hold on I actually have another one I have one from Fikrit Fikrit said he said here's the real one I thought I sent the Santi Prof so we have Fikrit he said places he has listened to the podcast he says you can add Istanbul Airport, a hotel in Bali, on board the Overland train in the Outback, a harbour ferry in Sydney, a bogey bus in Hanoi, and the Dubai Metro to the list of weird, wonderful places. Tales from the East End has been listened to. You
5: actually rolled Tales from the East End He's there. Dead. Did you know yeah, that? Yeah, <laughs> nice touch by Fika. Quoting the. Uh uh, oh, Mr. Mr. Noon and last week, from it? the East End, but uh, that is some collection of weird, wonderful places. Yeah,
4: it's very. Um, nice, um. Yeah. I was
5: chatting to the figure at half at of the Sligo match actually, and uh, I welcome them back to our shores, and uh, quite the ordeal that Ultras
4: Boss had. Quite the ordeal, and it was unnecessarily, realistically. Um, it, like a, there was no point. Like they agreed a deal beforehand. You don't renege on a deal. It was a good like it was a Mexican standoff for about twenty minutes. It was. It was ridiculous. I think they were they were like getting threatened to get fucked off every half hour. <laughs> Don't think they were doing much. Like they're a nice bunch of g- middle class gentlemen, you know. Uh before we get into a bit of feedback
5: from last week, uh kind of unofficial feedback out uh, uh, the elongated
4: poo yeah it's
5: gone has to go apparently yeah apparently uh, it has there's go. been complaints I wanted to see how long I can go for a few people said the exact same thing to me word for word they said I thought there was something wrong with, <laughs> with the recording and it jammed <laughs> which is not an ideal thing to do in your podcast no probably when not when you convince people that uh, something for listen you don't out.
4: shoot you don't score and in this case blaze it over the bar uh,
5: we'll talk about the, the slag of bus subsidy. Uh, in a while. Um it was the gent Kieran gentleman's second trip on the tip of his bus, the other one was Ligo. And both of them have been without you. I funny know. enough, yes. so he hasn't seen you on a bus.
4: Just wanna clear uh, this one up. I had uh, those fa- obviously you know, family comes for us and stuff like that, but I was moping around the house <laughs> like a child. It was still on until that morning. And I had nieces and nephews over, and I had Abby's transition year ball. So I had to take it on the chin. I had to be the dad for the day, and I had to bring our friends out, bring them over to the house, and play host, and do all that stuff. But with a big, dirty, fucking, (laughs) smoky head on me. Only two months you were talking about this bus and this away trip. and looking forward to it. Oh, man. But you better believe we're going to make up for it on Friday. Yeah. You better believe it. But just on the note of the gent, uh, Darren... Uh, uh but the thing is, I was being I was I was saying to Abby, I was like, Abby, do you really need me here? <laughs> I mean you can do the debs in sixth year, like it's you don't need me, you don't You could ring me from Sligo. Yeah, you could like there is video calls, you know, you could <laughs> video call me
5: but now listen. Yeah, Darren said, seeing yourself and gentleman fella earlier he t- told us to me on Saturday night, but a bottle saying it because I didn't know if his name is Gentle Them or Gentleman. Fisher then
4: Yep <laughs> Not going there with the way No we will certainly Not be going there um, Yes so Tifty's hotline problem The love edition Went down a tree Yep
5: Great episode Yeah Fail him um, any, appar- any problems with the guests Or reporters from last week's episode uh, At Gary Parsons <laughs> yeah. Gary episode
4: I've, I've, Fail him uh, Apparently romance is dead It's positively extinct Among the hotline callers this week With <laughs> a stellar performance By Atlay and Doyle Great edition instead uh, of performance with Leighton
5: Doyle uh, Fiona does not agree with that though she says I'm still baffled by your man on Tasmanistan who doesn't like women's soccer at any level because women goalkeepers can't jump what an excuse once again not touching that one not touching that one <laughs> that is word for word what Leighton Doyle said yeah uh, does not represent the views of Tifties <laughs> um well as Fetum says there Romance is dead Although Andy saved I thought He had a good romantic Extremely story
4: Extremely romantic Yeah Although um, you, you
5: claim It didn't happen
4: No absolutely All lies <laughs> But um, No it, uh, it, was a, it was a good one prof, prof coming up With the goods Once again On the hotline um, Alan Kinsley Great stuff again lads The Jason McGuinness goal Against Douglas Hall In the Cup In Daily Mount it was my fourth son was my son's first Rovers match and he's been going since so fond of that goal as well I'm like that as well I'm always I'm very fond yeah. of the Bokker goal
5: yeah
4: uh, and um, obviously it was Jaden's first game I actually have a picture I found a picture of Abby's first game as well I'm really sure it could have been Juve at home and obviously Moyes as well so all, all good landmarks in their in their lives you're just there
5: showing her the picture over and over again look <laughs> look this is where we could be now yeah <laughs> Uh, do you remember, I said before a few weeks back that someone tried, someone at work tried to remember the name of the podcast, and he was like, I "Was like, oh, what was it again? Uh, the, the, the the ventures, uh, out adventuring in the in <laughs> the in the, in, in the east, back. in the land, or not as a wind up? Like that, that was a genuine <laughs> attempt to remember. Got another one there last week, and he goes, "What's the name of your podcast again? We were talking about it. Something from the hill, is it?" <laughs>
4: Yeah, Chance from the Hill. It's a <laughs> GAA podcast. I suppose for people who
5: don't know about Rowers or League of Ireland, it's a bit of a mouthful. No, this annoys me, right?
4: It's like people who purposely mispronounce names. They'll see a name is slightly different than the regular Irish run-of-the-mill name mm. and they'll mispronounce it on purpose. The final whistle. Yeah, they'll, they will do that. They'll absolutely mispronounce it on purpose. It really, really frustrates me. I don't know if you've been listening to um,
5: the Always Sunny in Philadelphia podcast. I think it's fantastic the way they go behind the scenes, talk about how the show was created and all the sort of decisions that was made with the with FX and everything. And uh, they had a bit of an argument over the name of the show because <laughs> yeah. some a lot of people felt it was way too long. And it is probably one of the longest named TV shows ever. Think about it. Most shows are like Two or three words, max. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we have an unusually long name for a shulgar, but it's stuck. Yeah, Tifties. Tifties is good.
4: I like it. As TFT, yes. You don't have to say the letters, lads. <laughs> yeah. Say Tifties.
5: Albeit we have moved stand since, but there you go.
4: Yeah, so we're next up, Prof, we're back with another quiz. It's Quifties. So uh, we're back at the rollstone for day three of the questions from the East Stand and the defender champion, peak Pico Lopez, leads the way so far with out of 10. But today we have club captain tackling the infamous podcast quiz with Ronald Finn, Leon Pauls and Sean Hoare, who was actually making his uh, quiz debut. I think you <coughs> were making a quiz debut, wasn't
1: it? Yeah.
4: Uh, yeah. So we don't know what to expect from you. What are not we expecting, much. lads? <laughs> <much>.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: so you receive the same 10 questions, 20-second time limit, I'll time that, and you write down your answers when the time is up, turn your sheet of paper around, and then tell me what you've written, okay? So like we said, five questions, general knowledge, five football, and you're not in direct competition yet so it's like a group stage and you need to qualify right so lads he is ready to play yeah yeah ready to go question one which one of Rovers new signings has scored a goal against Rovers in their career Liam Burt Johnny Kenny Marcus Poom Trevor Clark he's on the pitch for that one so right. so give us your answers lads because we're going to call them out and then I'm going to scratch off if you get it right or not so go ahead I want my name the, the answer is Liam Bort yeah. yeah so what have you got I got Johnny, Johnny I Kenny Johnny Kenny nothing, I nothing of the of. The, so one each you, you Liam Bort yeah. Liam Bort yeah expect like honesty uh, here lads I have right. it's, I have it's a like a countdown
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A fair, right, but, yeah
4: question two who was the only player to miss a penalty in last year's President's Cup shootout win Over St. Pat's, the only person to miss a penalty. Oh. You know it? Yeah. Happy enough, lads, with your answers? No, wait, give
3: me a second. (laughs) Five.
4: Four. I
3: fucking think this is wrong.
4: Right, that's it. Give us your answers, lads. The The correct answer is Chris Forrester. Forrester. one for Sean Hart. No what have you got, Leon? I don't
1: even want to
4: give my answer, What no. What is I it? Give us the to.
0: He's
3: a Roberts player?
1: Yeah.
3: Fucking easy. We all
1: scored.
3: I went the year before. Forky. Forky. Yeah, that's what I did. It rained that time. Yeah.
4: So, Leon. Not a good start, Leon. You're going to have to get the finger out.
3: All right.
4: Number three. What was the score at the 2018 World Cup Final? Jesus. Oh, this is big.
1: You guess.
5: Fucking wait to guess.
4: How many the margin? Do you know what's this? Phrase. Yeah. TikTok yeah. lads, TikTok. Right, that's it. I'm gonna have to get your answers. It's 4-2 uh, France beat Croatia. Yeah. Anyone have it? 4-2. You have 4-2. Good. Leon has 4-2. Any views, lads? What no, have you got? Two one. Two, two one. one. Nothing for Sean. Nothing there for Finak. What colour card was shown by a referee in a women's cup match between Sport Lisbon and Benfica a couple of weeks ago? What? What colour card? Yeah, a bit of a trick question. Do you know? No.
1: just guessed.
4: It's a bit of Was it a trial? It's some trial card, is it? Yeah, it might be on the right path. Five, four... 3, 2, 1 It is a white card It was the first ever white card in football history Introduced in Portugal to promote sportsmanship No. So what have you got Sean? Pink Pink Black. card Green. Green card for Leon Finner Black Black card yeah, it's the gar man in you yeah. isn't it? <laughs> Name the former Scotland striker Who has just taken his first managerial role At League One Club Forest
3: Green Rovers said I can Forced managerial job. Yeah, Scottish was he? Yeah. Said the forward. Can't tell you Mm -hmm. anymore. Complete
4: this again. Alright, that's it. What have you got, Sean? Darren Fletcher. No. What have you got, Leon? Nobody. No, no. Stop round. Duncan Ferguson. Ah. Oh shit! The vegan club, is it? Yeah, yeah literally, yeah, yeah. literally. Uh, Hector oh, Bellerin so. bought steak in them last week. Oh, yeah, I actually saw an interview. I did time. see the, the greenest thing. club on the earth. Mm. So number six, we're going to general knowledge now. Who won last year's Eurovision song contest? Shit. Eurovision song contest. Who won last year's Eurovision song contest? You
1: should
4: know that, yeah. Joey wouldn't be happy with you now. Today, if you know I. i have
1: actually seen when
4: the M50 they gone <don't> past. <laughs> He is Ready? What's your answer, uh, Sean? Sweden. No. I Give us. Your... Sweden. Well. No. Sweden. <laughs> Are you thinking of Abba? Is it? Estonia. No. We've, Ukraine. Oh,
1: course, it,
4: it is. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven. What's the name of the dwarf who accompanies Frodo on his quest in the Lord of the Rings films? Now remember, listen to the question very carefully. The dwarf. oh yeah. Fuck
1: think
3: that was me yeah well, he was right. <laughs> was fucking me can it be his mate <laughs> 3
4: 5 4 oh, no. 3 2 1 Sean what have you got God, nothing Sam Wise Sam, Sam Sam what have you got Leon nothing Gimli Gimli uh, yeah yeah Right, this one you just have to get this one. What does www. stand for in the internet browser? www. What does it stand for? See your first one, Leon. You get it on the board. Let's go go to tiebreaker, lads. breaker, Um Give us your answer, Sean. World Wide Web. World Wide Web, yep. Yeah, World Wide Web. Leon got that. What are you finna? Answer to this, yeah. World Wide Web, yeah. Now. What geometric shape is generally used for stop signs? Sean is Uh, deep in thought here. I don't
1: even drive anymore.
4: Oh hey, it's... Oh good, no. He's ready. Sean, give us your answer.
1: Circle? No. No it's
4: a triangle no it's what? not a triangle Hex- hexagon.
3: Hexagon. hexagon no it's not octagon.
4: hexagon
1: octagon,
4: octagon. Oh, you oh, sake! there you go every day's a school day lads and finally number 10 so at the moment it is Finner has 2 Leon has 2 Sean you have 3 so toy Breaker could come into it if you 2 get it right Sean doesn't get one which country consumes the most chocolate per capita I
1: know that one you're yeah, joking! Oh, Finn, that's your downfall
4: there. Which country consumes the most chocolate per capita? Mm-hmm. <laughs> thinking away here. TikTok, Finn up 2, Four, three, two, one. Right. The answer. For, oh, Switzerland.
1: Switzerland.
4: Yeah. The Belgian home with choice. Oh, it's not a bad shoe. I put in Belgium as oh, well. i Belgium. put in Belgium as well. Oh, so nobody, nobody, nobody yes, put so down is. Switzerland. <laughs> oh, yes. So that leaves it. uh we have Sean with three, Leon with two, and Finner with two. So Sean, yeah, you might, you might be waiting on a favour. You might be waiting on a favour from a few orders because I think P goes up at seven and a few others, But we're done for Quifties this week. And uh, where, where are we, lads? This is the. The murkiest office ah, you could imagine for it. Thanks. Dungeon. So the tiebreaker obviously didn't come into play. No, no, no. Thanks a oh, lot. Well. Uh, good luck. i see you again,
2: right? Thank
4: you. Thanks. Yeah, so that was Quifties and um, not a great performance from the lads, let's be honest. No. Uh, what was
5: the highest score? Three by Three. Sean Hoare. Yeah. A um, couple of questions were tricky, I will admit that. But uh, I, I expected more. What was the one where Leon was convinced
4: he had it right? It was a, the chocolate one. Oh, um, at the end. Yeah, the where, what's that? The bear place of chocolate or something like that. The yeah. Belgium one, yeah. He was. I was shocked
5: to produce per capita. Yeah, he thought he had a right but it was actually Switzerland. Uh,
4: like, oh, when I when uh, Sean Horse that Belgium as well. And I was like, oh, I was hmm. like fact check. I was gonna fact check you on air there.
5: I first thought Germany for some reason. Maybe oh, I'm, I just thought Belgium straight away because I was thinking yeah. I
4: just I remembered how much chocolate I ate when we were in Ghent. I was
5: like, this is the home of chocolate. Yeah, Belgian chocolates. Uh, Leon picked a robbers player for the president's cup miss, which was hilarious. Because yeah, big be <laughs> we, we won the thing, and we and we scored all four or four or five or penalties. Um, they didn't get Forest Green and Duncan Ferguson. I think if it had been a week later, I think that went viral, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, the whole the greenest club, that interview with, with, with Big Dunk. Yeah Uh, more controversy with uh, the the octagon shaped stop sign. Yeah. And then what, I sent you a picture? You we've said it should have a picture. We just
4: happened to be near stop signs at the same time. (laughs) I have a random stop sign in the office at work because I got knocked down. So we brought it up and we left it in the office and it was an octagon. but It was a circle, but within it was an octagon. Yeah. So I'm going to go with you. You got that one right, Again,
5: this is a copy and paste job and I don't drive, so maybe I don't notice the shape of these signs, but I always
4: thought it was that shape. I think you got it right. Yeah. Rory RoryGaffney42.ie, even as a kid... It's something for Rovers He explains chume Celtic Wore green and white hoops There's Celtic of course Of course <laughs> Celtic It was more than that They always brought Good crowds with them The fans would have Flares going off Playing in the league With Limerick You would see Rovers players And they always looked apart Then you join You get a real sense of it here And it's just a proper Football club Rovers nearly feels Like a Gaelic club atmosphere <gasps> It's more community based It's hard to put a finger on it Oh god Somebody tell him Somebody <sighs> tell him Listen to the show Will you please Gaff Listen back just threw up my mouth a little bit there. <laughs> the um, documentary. He also explains how he
5: watches his matches back two or three times on LyTV. TV. What? In order to dissect his own game. Wow. I love that. Wow. Uh he's housemates with some of the new lads, uh Kenny, Bert, uh Negro oh sorry, that's because there's a quote here. Apparently it's the Kochi house, which for some of the Dublin lads means anyone from outside of the M50. <laughs> Uh, he has digs he shares digs with Lee Grace Liam Burt uh, Liam Pauls, and uh, there was also a great interview with John Cody in the Indo um, yeah big shout with JC friend of the show but you probably saw what we put up on Twitter he actually used the phrase the Roadstone Project <laughs> I, was, I hope he said it did he use the Gary P voice my first thought was uh, like the Robin Williams line in uh, Goodville Hunting Son of a bitch, stole my line. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yes, so, um, Mooner, one of our tiffed bogeys, must win tomorrow to get two ahead of Derry. Um, Miss, Mr. Away Day, first one in the probs, I'm
5: told, which, which will surprise nobody on the Saturday morning.
4: First one in the probs, who Mooner was, <laughs> yeah. was he, Yeah. Well, someone texts me, he says, some young lad here, so I don't think that was it. But he is quite baby faced there, Mooner. Um, Sligo tickets, gold dust in the days leading up to the game, yeah. Even as... I was um, chaperoning my daughter and her friends. I was getting texts left, right, and center, and trying to sort out tickets. So, I love how
5: was it the Shelburne away game? I think it was April last year. I think you must have you must have sat on your phone for a couple of hours sorting out uh, spare tickets. No matter where you are, <laughs> you will sit down and help people with spare tickets. But,
4: but do you know what? It's I don't know. It's a weird thing. It's like uh I don't know, I just, I just I don't mind doing it. You know, it helps people out.
5: Oh, no, fair play to you, boy. I just love how, no matter where you are, you will just stop and do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
4: in, the, in the middle
5: of the M50, I don't care when you drive, please. It's a massive backup here. No, I can't. At
4: 1899.
5: At Robert twenty four Coopaholic hasn't got a ticket <laughs>
4: yet. Better sort him. Brian McKenna. Uh, hi, let me introduce myself. I'm a Nigerian prince. I have two tickets to Sligo on Saturday. However, however due to international customs laws, I can't move these tickets. I need a thousand <laughs> euros to be sent via wire transfer to enable me to pay my courier. Can you please send money in the next two hours? Blessed is Ronan, a.k.a. God. So it was It was a mad scramble. Everybody got looked after as far as I know. So um, the team, Prof, the team, we got it right bar one. Gary O'Neill for Pum.
5: Well, I certainly didn't drop... Uh Burke for Poom for um Burt anyway in my eleven. I don't know why I don't know why you would accuse me of that. No, but, um no,
4: no. Manus um, Clark, Lopez, Grays, Clear You, Watts no, I didn't put Watts in. That's why I got it wrong. Pork, Poom, Burn, and Gaffney. So um yeah, str- possibly the strongest team we could we could come out with. a Very, very good team. So mm-hmm. uh, the Bullstrip prof, tell me about it. I believe we have a banjo' before Oh we have a winner, I believe. We do have a winner.
5: Um uh, myself and James Lowe. Um we do we tend to sort of get on this pretty early. We're like we're sort of we're sort of, we're huddling and we're like we're we're thinking of potential winners here. And uh but the winner emerged very quickly when uh twenty minutes I'm here. Yeah, when uh some young uh, gentleman got, we w- we won't sick, name him. got sick into his own bag of cans <laughs> and a banjo before Man and winner was instantly crowned.
4: So, therefore, his cans... Of, I'd still drink the cans, right, but that's me. <laughs> so, was he scapping cans off people? A big, vomity bag of cans. Rumour has
5: it uh, him and his merry uh, friends were uh, passing Jack Daniels around.
4: Honestly, you're better off just... Um, Getting them out, spraying them. You'd stop off at a service station, get a bit of lash them away with water, leave yeah. the bag and you'd be grand. I think Dino, Dino of, of Dino and Bucket Fame, was
5: uh, right beside him. No <laughs> Carl Curran's who bottled it as usual. And Dino <laughs> oh, Dino Dino fired. picked him out and he was like, This fella will not make it to Walking Stone. <laughs> <And> Walking
4: Stone, <laughs> you're crumbling. I
5: know. And he was bang on. Uh. Absolutely bang on. James Lowe was making me laugh the whole trip because he had just seen The Book of Mormon and Ah oh, excellent Live Him and the Mrs ha- they had gone over I can't remember what gig he was supposed to see but it got cancelled so they said what else would we do so they went to see Book of Mormon and he would not shut up about it Ah oh,
4: say you were in your fucking enemy.
5: I was like I've only been seeing the praises for 10 years yeah. I've only got Gary to talk to about It was excellent and it was so funny because I wonder if like, it was go- the
4: same cast that
5: he. I know the cast is always changing so it does it Also rotates, he said isn't? it was lip synced Oh no! I wasn't, wasn't. well, no, I hope not, because I, I thought it was pretty real. But we were fairly locked. <laughs> we were, we were way back. But the original ones I saw in London, no, no way, it was a Lips sync mm. um, But it was funny, like you know, you're back on the bus after the game, and it's a sickener because you've conceded in the ninety fourth minute. And I sit down, and you, sorry, you look across to people. I look across at James, and I'm figuring he'll talk about you know why didn't Nugent blast on the ground or why this or that how did Pico get sent off and he just turns to me and goes Carl it was so good the Book of Mormon <laughs> still talking about it was, it was it was excellent so yeah a few rocking the, the new away kit including, including your boy Jay Mangan uh, he, was, he what was underneath though he had a Man City kit until the game was over uh, against Forest then he changed into the new Roberts kit <laughs> Uh, We went through Leitrim on the way to Sligar, Gary. That is County Leitrim.
4: Any facts about Leitrim?
5: Yes. Uh, Shout out to young Barry, who uh, pointed this out to me.
4: Uh, According to the
5: 2022 census. fuck
4: off, Barry didn't point this out. He
5: did. He didn't work, he tells me. The 2022 census. Leitrim is the smallest county in Ireland by population. And I've now realised what happened. That was that's what was written down in front of me, smallest boy population. Right. I said that. Then Pigo, I think it was, called me and said, "By population or size?" And I was thrown by this. I was like, "Okay, size." So are and we, I thought back and thought, we've asked we've asked this question the kids before. It must be right. Are we calling shenanigans on Pico? <sighs>
4: I think so. Are calling shenanigans if, on, if on if Pico? If I had
5: sucked to my guns and said by population. Teacher was the correct answer.
4: In fairness, he was right though. The head was gone. The head was gone. Don't let him lure you in again. <laughs> he's full of shenanigans. There
5: he goes. He's gaslighting you.
4: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the bus.
5: Um, very nice bus. Um, that's
4: what I was. No, I was thinking that myself. I was like, it's a new company. Nice fella. I'm thinking. I hope they don't give us a nice bus. It I was. It looked
5: too nice for fifties.
4: Don't want to ruin But I don't want to ruin his bus. But. Yeah. Very, very happy man. We were all
5: thinking the same thing. This could be the first and last time we, we used use this, this bus. It looked more silver with the whack express, which we'll talk about more later. Um, yeah, so lots of five hundred rambunctious hoops made their way into the cycle words. town gear. I know you're a big fan that word. Um, I was, I was asked. Um, or sorry, someone said to me, I didn't think the podcast was represented in this bus. He only spot me for the first time, and I said, "Excuse me." I have a 100% attendance record on this bus. That is an outrageous question. <laughs> now, we were 50% attended uh, in this
4: case. Um, Woody uh, not on the bus when he's on way, but um, Woolly is now um, Sligo possibly going to be a home game for him soon enough with <laughs> yeah. with the, the in laws. He was behind me for the game,
5: and uh, he pointed out to me that every time him and I talked during the game and goal was scored and then sure enough I think it might have been the Berkey chance or something we nearly scored a second later and I would have missed that. And he's like there you go so yeah yeah we need to stop this Um, yeah so we a few of us went into the railway bar we got a point in there uh, which one was that? before the game that's the one on the corner yeah it's so when you go down the road and you turn left and it's down the end yes the another one yeah yeah yeah, yeah. A, a um,
4: fierce amount of hoops and Kennedys as well. We were in there last
5: time, I think yeah. the railway barrier.
4: No, you were there. I, I sat in the car. I sat on the bus drinking cans with Nate.
5: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nate was adamant. He just doesn't, doesn't want the hassle. Of just sit, sit in the bus drinking cans, and he's happy. Uh, which I would have been, but I just felt like
4: having. a, a Guinness. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you want to have a nice pint, don't you? Yeah. So the game itself, care. Yeah, one 1-0. Uh, a good start. Um, Great bit of work by there down the right. And he cuts in and then a little telegraph pass puts Borky through on goal. Borky scores these 80% of the time. So hits the keeper. Keeper goes down well and saves it. Good start. Taking yourself lovely. That's two minutes in. Shot in uh, uh, shot on the clock. Save at
5: the near post, yeah. Um, yeah. Was the Clark chance before the goal, was it? The Cl- um, no, after. After, yeah. After, yeah. Yeah, Clark shot... Sh- uh, Dashed down the left and shot just over the bar. So that was another chance. But, but we
4: saved. I think the saves were before the big big Al as well, weren't They the saves were before the goal.
5: There was definitely one or two. Yeah. There
4: was there was a flurry of saves. Like he kept us in it massively. There, there
5: was a double save at one stage, wasn't there? <clears throat> yeah.
4: He the saved sec- one one was a bit of a camera save. It was a, a volley from Fitzgerald. Yeah. Popped up and he a bit of a camera save. Then that resulted in another save. It was
5: kind of straight at him. Yeah. But the the second one.
4: He did have to get down fast to his near post. Yeah, and then he had one from Max Marta as well, on the which which was he was true on goal. So, like, he was really, really busy. Um, unusually busy. So, I'm not we, sure where that came from. It is
5: worrying. We coughed up a lot of chances in this match.
4: Yeah, and I think possibly what that could have been down to, maybe, our midfield partnership. And they're not really aware of each other's ability yet. I'm not too sure. We can move on with that one, but... Look, top of Bork's goal, 17 and Prof. Lovely, lovely bit of play classic from Bork. Classic a Classic Bork, exactly. What he's able to do, cut in, and uh, from the left hand side, nice run, excellent finish. Brilliant stuff from Bork, 1 0 up. Turner was right. Yeah, what he the.
5: He Turner to be top scorer, or tipped Berkey to be top scorer, d- and our main man. Let's, just, let's just get this out some of the way. People as laughed.
4: Well. Yeah, I'm going to tell you about my bit. Right? So, obviously. This is a. Uh, me and tomo this is shakespearean tragedy this is me and tomo <laughs> so me and tomo the bro he's in the gaff i'm across the way so i'm 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 getting bits of the game because <clears throat> um obviously the house is busy so i'm sitting there and i says right come on we'll do something so he we went burky, goal score, first goal score 1-0 under 10.5 corners and there was something else there was a couple of selections so the four, either way so it was Borky four goals. and scorer, was Legos corner down. in the
5: 94th minute their 11th corner as well or Tent. something it was the 10th ten, so it was the 10th so we got everything
4: so it was only the goal everything that goal cost us like 400 quid we had it spent we had it spent Re- weekend got ruined but yeah so um, our chances prof we had Bork with yeah we spoke we <sighs> with them we had um, Clark, Clark, there was Clark you need to hit the target at well, least how do
5: you think we were looking, say, like, on the error mark, the red card is on 67 minutes? Did on the error mark,
4: we're, we're comfortable. Well, I thought we were relatively comfortable We in the were game. comfortable. Bork, I thought, I thought Jack played well. Jack was getting involved. He loves these yeah. little sh- short interchanges. When the game is tight and you have to work at a fast pace, that's when Jack, re- uh, I think that's when he, he excels. He plays really well in these short little quick instances in the middle of the pitch. And he was starting to play well.
5: Now, Big Al got us out of jail a few times, but... I thought you did think we were kind of comfortable and Pigo um not that I don't notice it most weeks that he's fantastic, but I don't know what it was about this match. I just I was kind of watching him for a while and I was like he is How brilliant. lucky are we to have mm. this man at the back?
4: Absolute man mountain at the back, winning everything, bossing it. He was superb.
5: I was just admiring it's funny that this game I picked of all games. I was just admiring all the little things he does. The interceptions.
4: It was hard to not notice it though. He yeah. was everywhere. He was everywhere. It was brilliant. And then on 67. oh, Prof. He tussles his hair. It's simple, right? There's so many ways you can look at this. But he tussles his hair. Imagine me tussling Gary P.'s quiff
5: right now. <laughs> That's as violent as it got.
4: That's literally all it was. That is literally all it was. But the li- this letter of the law, I'll carry on, but is what the ref has to go on, right? Hear me out. But the ref should also apply common sense to this. And say that it was not violent conduct. It wasn't. You can raise your hands. People push. Like if pushing someone in the chest. That's raising your hands. You touch his head. He literally touched his head. And ruffled his hair. As if to say. He was a naughty little boy. Mm. And he gave him a straight red. It was. It was, yeah, it was. It
5: was a reaction. Because he kind of. Tripped Pico over. Pico gets up fast. In his face. But he just. Does nothing except. Crashes out. Like nobody reacts to this at all. No Roberts player runs over and think oh this could be a real. And McGrath no, is no Sligo second, player reacts. Second McGrath scenes. The Sligo player himself look at his face. He looks down walks away he doesn't give a fuck. It's more of a sarcastic thing from Pico as if to say oh, good little lad. Uh, but the ref runs straight to him. But is the ref giving him a yellow? And is it the linesman who says oh that's hands to the face that's a red.
4: Who decides the red Fourth official on the line oh, apparently didn't see it. Yeah, that's what Brazzer said. But either way, and we're not appealing it now either, so it's... Realistically, there's not much you can do as regards to an appeal (laughs) because what they look at is this letter of the law, carry on again, they look at this back and they'll say, okay, what did he do? Put his hands on someone's face. Ref can send them off for that. There's no other way around it. It's unfortunate. It's just... Why can't they just apply common sense though? I don't know. They're a different breed, these guys, man. I don't know. It's unfortunate, really. I think it's because the
5: way <clears throat> Pigo gets up fast and reacts to being knocked in the ground, the ref has just added two and two and got five, and think, oh well, he's after pushing him in the face there. Yeah. But we we spoke about these new retrospective cards, these rules. Um, you were saying you've no faith that they're gonna help us here.
4: No, no, none at all. Um, yeah, it's y'all it, assume. It's they, can what, you rescind them or just give them? Do you know what I mean? Can you just? Can you rescind the cards? Obviously, that's what you do when you appeal, and we don't have that option now because we've decided not to appeal it. But if they see this, let's say the elbow on board now, if they go back and look on that, they can give him a red card for it. Yeah, well, that's which a I bad. don't remember this side oh, by the way. This, this, this red. I
5: kind of, I kind of caught it out of the corner of my eye because we were on the attack, and um, like the ref was ahead of a so you can't blame the ref for missing it. But the, as browser says, the linesman is right beside him. Why can't the linesman see that? Um, but yeah, maybe we We can look at that. But I mean, it doesn't help us now. No. But Yeah, so we learned a bit more about the appeal process. Cost 500 euros the appeal. Has to be in by lunchtime the next day. Um, Jesus, no time
4: at all, man. Yeah. So what but if you wanted to build up a case and do something for it?
5: Is the thinking that because they will just look at it letter in the law, hands in the face. We won't get a one match ban overturned. Are we just saying, okay, we'll let the committee decide. They'll look at it and they won't make it two or three.
4: Absolutely, yeah. They're going yeah. to look at that and say, okay, he's getting banned for this no matter what. He's yeah. raised his hand. Take the one game if it will be. Hmm. Hopefully. If he get, if he's back for Derry, I consider this a win. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And we have Hoare coming back to full fitness as well, which is good now he is. A, he will be missed on Friday. Absolutely, yeah. But we do have good backup there, and we spoke mm. about this. We spoke about our core and being able to rotate the squad in situations like this. We've ar- we've already become, we've already hit a situation where we need to replace our, in my opinion, our best defender. So you've got Gannon who can slot in as well, just as well, brilliant, brilliant centre half. So we're okay as regards to that. If they are good good reports from Ringsend, from the borough of Ringsend, hearing mm. about Gannon. Getting out and about, yeah. walking, doing a few bits. So, because that's what it was on on my mind.
5: Obviously, uh, the signal of the the late goal because we looked like we might hang on, but I was actually thinking, "Fucking hell, are we missing Pico
4: for Derry?" I know yeah. it's looking two weeks
5: ahead, but that's what I was thinking about.
4: Yeah, um, I think overall, as a as a squad, the performance. I I thought the Nugent sub was a bit odd. Before Gary O'Neill, mm. But listen
5: He nearly scored when he came on said Yeah the it was a good, good shot Great, great good shot good body, yeah. Um, yeah But we, we, we obviously make the three subs Before the red card mm. Which is very unlucky um, He's obviously brought these three on To inject a bit of pace Whatever They weren't the right subs With ten men Yeah But That's just hindsight It's just yeah, um, Exactly
4: yeah It's football It happens like that doesn't
5: it Was Johnny Kenny the right person to hold up the ball with 10 men in that match no but the sub was already made Greener probably would have been more yeah Greener's
4: the sub there in my opinion yeah. Yeah, but listen like you said
5: um, it's hindsight we're Can't not gonna people judging Kenny on a half an hour is ridiculous we've got 35 more games to go Um. as for the chanting gear <laughs> clean board is a hoop he hates balls Johnny Johnny Kenny, Kenny is a hoop he hates Sligo can Not we, much Can we get like First person over to me Ryan the grill He despises this Can and, we get
4: Paul Heaton in here Our fucking beautiful
5: South And just give us a hand And I'm on board Can we think of something better Please
4: And uh, that doesn't even say uh, Johnny Kenny is a hoop
5: He hates Ligo. Even um, though he was there And liked them And played <laughs> for them And scored 12 goals First season Yeah, He hates them now <laughs>
4: Yeah, so, Prof, unfortunately, with um, seconds left on the clock, uh, they... I'll, I'll be honest, Sligo were very, very good against 10 men. And that's something that we possibly didn't mm. do in the past, is that we didn't really play well and push on against 10 men. It was relentless pressure. It was fucking relentless. They were really good. And I think they deserved the point. I really do. Yeah, it were, was coming. We they did. were fucking all over We us, felt man. it coming. But I, f- I felt like we could hang on. Like, I really did. We dug in and...
5: The optimist in me was thinking, we might hold on here. But we kept giving the ball back to them straight away. Mm. We could not relieve any of the pressure. And nine times out of ten in a football game with ten men, the equaliser comes. It's nearly inevitable. But the way it happened was quite an awkward cross to deal with for Ferrugia and Manus. It takes a deflection, first of all, then it takes a weird bounce. So Al's not sure where he's coming from. Friuja can't decide whether to head it or kick it. He ends up sort of chesting it against the, the post. Or is it Al's safe or something? was uh, a save. save, yeah. And then Friuja blocks it for the corner. And this is the
4: corner they score from. Yeah. So Nugent kind of screws it right into a central position. It's last place you want. Put it out in the fucking... Put it into Jinx Avenue. Yeah, he needs to boot that ball up the pitch. Uh, and he puts it on a plate. But he didn't... Ultimately, he didn't mean it. Fair enough. People mm. people are giving them flack. The kid didn't mean to assist fucking Browning. You know what I mean? It was a good strike yeah. as well. Possibly a call for offside for player to fear him with play, but it's unfortunate. It really is. I,
5: sympathize. I think he is trying to build it, but it's... Uh, yeah, I guess it's wrong, unfortunately. Um, quite game uh, from
4: Poem as well, I thought, Prof. I didn't think that there was much there that we were... I ex- ex- expected more. Um, defensively, possibly could work on a few little bits there what we know was I felt I found us quite open at times from that mm. kind of midfield midfield position so this is yeah. it's it's early days though like we said early days for
5: pilm um yeah i like i like some of the individual performances in patches um it's the first game uh we still have to, we've got four new signs. We still need to sort of get used to playing with you and yeah. everything i feel like we um, say this
4: every fucking year don't we start of the season
5: yeah i mean People think think mad. back to... Remember the 2021 season? I know it's kind of... People might forget now because the first half of that season was behind closed doors. But we did, we did not play well with the first 13 games. I think no. we had like one clean sheet or something ridiculous. We were not playing well and we... It took us a while to jail but we kept getting late goals. And I many new signs. Were there, I think there was four new signs. I think we, had, we had Gannon, Hoare, mm. Danny... Um, so
4: yeah, it will take time. Yeah, absolutely, proper. Yeah. Um, pull We've had option to buy him. Was revealed at the end of the year as well. So let's see how the season pans out. Um, four out of four draws out of five in the opening weekend of the Premier Division. Balls top of the league. Balls top of the league. Uh, Cork keeper clanger. This was shocking. Two clangers in that game. Weetabix hips, <laughs> plaster board arms. <laughs> whatever else you want to call Talbot, but yeah. he tried to take a touch and just screwed it. I thought your man was good, actually, Rory Keaton up front for Cork. I thought he played mm. well. And um, their keeper, for the for the second goal, there's no reason for him to jump out of the way of the ball. It's a, it's a mad thing to he do. He literally as a front-
5: just has to stay where he is. It reminds me of Daugherty. Remember he that
4: photograph it. of Jared Doherty with his angles that you you love. His angles. <laughs> he's, he's, he's at the front post. Yeah. You don't know what I'm on, about. actually couldn't find it. I tried looking for it. I've
5: never... It. I mean, I've seen a lot of goalkeeping holders in this league, but I've never seen a goalkeeper literally jump out of the way of the ball. Centrally. It was bizarre, And it? goes it? in the net. Yeah. But which is worse, that or the Maddie Smith miss for Dundalk? Oh,
4: it genuinely looked like he screwed up wide on purpose. Obviously not the case, yeah. but it looked mental.
5: Takes a little bobble, yeah. but it's an unbelievable miss. Uh, Duffy was injured in the warm-ups, so... We were kind of thinking, oh, that's kind of good news from a Tyler <laughs> race perspective. Um, so yeah, we were kind of yep. So, so the games were Friday. Yeah, some Hoopers were at Paul Heaton. You you
4: mentioned a moment ago there. No Jackie though. No, no Jackie. Still, a f- I have to. Do you know what? I have to check them out live. It's supposed to be a cracking gig. Uh, UCD Pluff Pluff. The reply to Jerry Malone's fifty nine percent possession tweet. I had my sandwich when I left the house. I had my sandwich when I arrived at the park. I had my sandwich when I arrived on the bench and I took my first bite. A seagull ate half my sandwich, but it's okay because regardless of that result, I had more possession of the sandwich. (laughs) Good way of Uh, summing uh, it up.
5: Is Eric Cantona taking over UTD's Twitter
4: account or something? Attendances as well, Prof. We're going for attendances of the Premier Division this week, so courtesy of FAI Connect. So 6,500 at Cork and Bowes. I'd say that'll be down to about three next week. Uh, four, seven, eight, nine. Pat's and Derry. Four, two, four, eight. Sligo and Sean McGraw was with plenty of seats left, so the scramble for tickets was unnecessary. They could have gave us a lot more pub. Mm-hmm. Uh, shells drawed a three and a half thousand great uh, numbers and Dundalk and UCD three over three thousand. So average our our total is twenty two thousand and ninety and four four one eight as an average. So mm-hmm. listen, the league is going from strength to strength.
5: That's incredible, it was Like the lowest is three thousand out the opening weekend and uh, you probably saw that article by Dan McDonnell last week the projected figures are that it's going to hit a million this season mm. a million hopefully It'd be
4: fantastic mm. Ed Saul friend of the show Pico probably gets a three game ban for that now it's a farce right back from Sligo throws a deliberate elbow at the poor's face and Lensman ignores it one game in and we're talking about how bad the officials are again Jay Mangan, he asks what number blade? get off his barber
5: that's what pico was asking yeah uh ben stafford we're getting these calls from the uh the pride of the rings Encha, so kind of a new angle we have coming into the show Careful, now
4: prof, you might have to pay every time you mention it
5: oh pay subs huh? uh ben stafford says i'm normally very boring by the rule and these things but this raise your hand and your uh off rule is ridiculous there are many variations of raising your hand, and that tonight was like two toddlers in the playground in terms of contact. So yeah, yeah frustrating, definitely right?
4: Definitely. Um, yeah.
5: What about the goals? The Sligo goal itself. Uh, was it offside?
4: I'm not sure. I, I was looking because at it again, but if if he, if he if it is, he's not inter Well, he's possibly interfering because he's blocking Manus. But yeah,
5: he gets out of the way. He gets out of the way of the ball in the last second, Big Alan, Alan was in for position this as well, wasn't he? Big Al ran towards the ref. Uh, over this, he was furious. So, yeah, yeah, so that's a lot it, of talking points. It this is, match. there's
4: a lot of talking points, yeah. and I wouldn't read too much into it because I thought without really excelling, I thought we were good, we mm. played well, but they did get in quite easily. Like, mm. Manus made a lot of saves, he was five shots on target to R3. Uh, Trev should have scored, Borky should have scored, they had some good chances. Overall, a draw is possibly the best, the fairest result.
5: Yeah, um, sixty-three yellow cards and three red cards across the five games. <laughs> is that excessive? That's it. That's nuts,
4: man. Aidan Price was announced as the head of coaching at the academy. So I'm not sure which way this is working. I mean, I thought Robo So head of coaching is a new role, I'd imagine. And Robo's the director or whatever it is. It's a new role. Imagine it's a new. I'm role.
5: not sure how the hierarchy works, but um, is it just? just below Robbo I suppose
4: I, I, the, I presume it. so yeah so he yeah. organised the head of coaching James Roach was on the score sheet again for the Ireland under 16s 2-2 draw versus Switzerland 6 hoops in the squad for those two friendlies so fantastic stuff from the Roadstone project flying here prof 5 Rovers ladies represented the Ireland under 19 in a 2-1 win over England on Monday against the old enemy prof yeah like we said last week on your garment I'd be larking. they're
5: uh, training away for the Ireland women's team they're playing Showing it in the friendlies that game will already have happened by the time you're listening to this uh, Savannah McCarthy
4: would have been called up but she's, she's reeled out by injury oh yes and so prop we're going to talk about the pittance for the women's league it's 52k total prize money for the women's league 12k for winning it 12,000 12,000 man that's embarrassing what do they expect the clubs to do with that what do you do with that it could be taxes. I don't know. What What do you do with that twelve thousand? That's not even enough for a for a bill on a on a meal and bringing them all out. Do you know what I mean? Like it's it's embarrassing.
5: I suppose the way they're looking at as baby steps. I mean, they only introduced a professional wage structure. Excuse the the cu- why, why
4: is it still a hundred grand for uh, for winning the, the league in the men's league then? Oh, don't get me started on that. Stop. Uh, for prof made his Chelsea debut v Bazuno on Saturday. Fafana, nil, big gav one. And apparently Chelsea are looking at him as well. Do we have any more clauses yeah, rather.
5: there?
4: You can play for Chelsea's four teams. Mm. Yes, prof. It's that time. Now we're gonna we're gonna this is this is on the Monday. So this quiz doesn't even exist yet online. No. So I'm actually very, very lucky and privileged to be getting this in here. So
5: but you will be timed, two minutes as normal. Oh yes. The only difference is you're going to look to me for whether the answer is correct or not. <laughs> you won't have it on the, on the app there.
4: So right. I'm set up the timer and you ready? Ready. Three, two, one, go. Question one. Sean Grover second league game 2022 season was against which team? Pats dropped the Derry UCD. Oh, prof. Uh, Pats was the opener because we lost. 1-0. I'm going to go draw the- very, How many times did Rovers win on visits? Was I right about it Was it? Lost open? No, the opener? Used to no? How many times in a row did Rovers win on visits to draw between 2009 and 2015? In a row, it was loads. I'm going to say 9-11, 13-15. 13. Correct. Yes. One Three. Point. Rovers twice won the Dublin City Cup final in the 50s by which message? Medici- oh, fuck off, bro. <laughs> Cointos Corners, Golden Goal, penalties. Coin. I'm going to go coin toss. Corners 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 Winning the cor- Yep uh, All four Brennan brothers Playing and draw The 2012 League Cup Final Over Rovers Killian Gavin Ryan And who Sean Dale Mark Garrett Sean Brennan Correct Five True or false Graham has scored more Than 60 goals for Rovers Oh This is false He's just under it False Sixty-two. Oh! Uh, four hoops Who were shown a red card Last season Danny Mandrew Lee Grace Justin Ferrazoy And who Finn Hor Piccolope Graham
5: 48 seconds
4: Oh Finner Yep Yes Liam Board played for Celtic Rangers Dumbarton And which other the Scottish side Queen's Park Alloa Athletic Great Rovers Breakin uh, Queen's Park No Alloa. Oh A hey, former hoops midfielder like Aramak and have no place For which Australian club Pert. Nine Who which, scored? Which, which Perth uh, uh, Perth 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 Glory yep. Not Perth SC Correct uh, Who scored the club's First ever European goal At Tala Stadium. Tommy Stewart Chris Turner Gary McKay Bob Bailey I've got to say Chris Turner Penalty You literally
5: said Er in the show Ger
4: What Oh, Bucker Bailey. Shit. No, I don't get it. <laughs> Why was I thinking of the pedo against Chris Torn And he missed it anyway, didn't he? What was the name of Richard Dunn's dad who's part of Coach Cult's winning side? T.O., Tommy, John and Dick. Ooh. Oh. Um. Oh. Uh, Dick. Correct. Oh. Not bad. Not bad. A few fumbles. No. it's not bad. Not a bad return prop.
5: So five points, Garrett. How it's not six? I don't know. Because you
4: literally talked about Bailey's goal. Uh, I know 20 but minutes I, ago I, the first time I got yeah shut out. I just remember yeah. a Turner no a Turner a tap in do you remember the Turner tap in uh,
5: against Flora yes. that was 2011 that's the one I'm thinking Bailey of Bailey was 2010
4: against Benoit Huda. big shout out to Bucker actually who is absolutely upended at the minute broke his leg his, his ankle his sh- he, bro- he had a horrific injury I don't know what he was doing I think he was playing football but big speedy recovery to Buck. get well soon Bokker a friend of the show um, yeah, so, bro, up next we have a cracker. It's Winston meets the Gaffney's.
0: Okay, so it's members co- only corner today for, for the Tales of the East Stand, and I'm delighted to be joined by the Gaffney clan, Northern and former Rovers player Robbie Gaffney and his son Jason. Welcome along, lads. Cheers, thanks Winston. very much.
3: Thanks so much for having us. Yeah, uh, yeah very
0: much. Oh, it's a pleasure to have you. No, 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 look. No, no they, 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 they using the spit of each other. <laughs> I would say that straight off. I
2: don't, know who, I don't know who Robbie is. I don't know, I don't know who Jason is. Listen, Winston, Winston, don't be getting
3: offensive already. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. Winston, he has nothing to do with me, if the truth be known. But look it, <laughs> that's for another day.
0: Oh, he, oh, he's the milkman's baby, is he?
3: No, you have it in one.
0: Oh, okay. There's a lot of that yeah. goes about, you see. The milkman's uh, now, now, milkman. milkman. Well, he does have a, oh, I would about say, but uh, yeah. <laughs> moving along. <laughs> uh, now, I'm missing one son, I believe. Uh, that He's not on the Zooms. Uh, the, the, the fella in France. Correct. i I, I tell, tell the viewers his name.
3: Right. The, the lad in France is the eldest lad, which that's Robbie Jr. Robbie Jr. Jason is the middle, and Sarah Jane is the daughter. So, Robbie Jr. lives in Perpignan in France. He, uh, he was taken away by a French girl many years ago. Uh, ooh la, la. Ooh, la, la uh, <laughs> And uh, he has a little boy and a girl over in France and he runs around Perpignan in his Shamrock Rovers gear. ready for this, Winston. Every day. Not two, okay. not one. Every day.
0: If I had a cap, I'd take it off and doff it. Fair play to him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, no,
3: he here. has me heart, he has me heart broke, Winston, in the shop and Thankfully, we, the shop has been closed now for Christmas, so I got away with, it, with an extra €100 euro in my pocket that I shouldn't have. Are you with oh,
0: me? Oh, I tell you, he has your blood right, does he? But socks Absolutely. and starch. Yeah. Now, now, come here. I, I, I've always wanted to take my lovely wife, Mona, to the palace for the Valentine's Day, you know, but, but, um, but you know, for a, a bit of a more, as they yeah. say. Um, now, now... Uh, I had to make do with a, with a break in, in Mally Hoyt instead. Uh, yeah. well, the one that Ali Carroll must be raving about on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Now, now you said he lives in uh, uh yeah. the, 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 the look, <laughs> the, the weather is woeful over here, you, you, you get drowned most days. But I'd say when you visit Robbie, you, you, you come back with it like a, 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 with a lovely tan from Papriganan. A, a lovely tan, do you, get...
3: you have it in one, Winston? Uh, uh. Everybody, I, I'm, I'm telling you, we're white here. No, actually, we're purple. But are we, Jay? What are we? We're, we're, we're a shade of whatever. But Robbie, Robbie has this. He, he looks French now, Winston. We've lost him. We've lost him. If you oh, know what I mean. I'll I, tell you where he'd be great. He'd be great now for Mark Lynch or something like that on the on the Rovers. Brochure, as I would call it. The brochure. Or uh, model of the gear. He's made for that. Oh, he's a handsome-looking fella, is he? Oh, listen, all the Gaffneys are, Winston.
0: Well, I was going to say, it must have been a windy day when that apple fell from the tree, was it?
3: <laughs> no, <laughs> now you
0: haven't. no, Jason, you lived abroad as well yourself uh, for, for, for many years, didn't you? you, you, you lived, yeah, like, I did, actually. No, I lived over,
2: yeah, moved, yeah, moved over to London in uh, 2009 uh, to do a Masters in Film. And, um, yeah, one of the first things I actually did when I moved over there was... Set up a Shamrock Rovers supporters club because I was I was missing it so much. Um, like growing up as kids, like Shamrock Rovers been part of our family DNA for a long, long time. And um, one of the determining factors um, that kept standing out before I moved over was how much I would miss Tala, how much I would miss the Shamrock Rovers community, and how much I would miss the club. Um, again, growing up in it. So one way of I guess dealing with that was setting up the supporters club along with Gary Warren who was also living in London at the time and so that was established in 2009 and we originally set up in a pub called the Hot Pole um, which was in Wandsworth which is where I used to live near and I used to watch Shamrock Rovers games there every Friday night when they were on because there was a gentleman called Colm who ran the bar was originally from Meath and understood my plight uh, with not having League of Ireland football every week so Used to make sure he'd get it channeled into the TV. So I'd be sat in the corner of this pub in the middle of Wandsworth on a Friday night with my Shamrock Rovers gear, watching it on the TV through a dodgy stream or through RTE whenever they were brought oh, up. Don't, don't mention the
0: dodgy streams. <laughs> true, 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 true source. You don't want to be getting, getting out, uh, you know, The eagle body's on after you, Jason.
2: <laughs> no, no, but it was, uh, yeah, it was, whatever way I could watch it, um, and uh, it was great because I mean, you used to have like it wouldn't be a million miles from the likes of you know, Chelsea, uh, Craven College was only up the road, so you used to have all these Fulham Chelsea fans, Spurs fans, like. Coming over to you, inquiring about who was playing. So then I would preach the good word of Shamrock Rovers to the uh, London community as much as I could, and it was a great outlet. Uh, myself and Gary then set up base in the Cock Tavern, which was up near Euston Station, and we got a, a number of members involved, uh, got a flag printed, and yeah, it was massive. So that was that, that 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 was my experience over in London. Anyway, I was over there for about three years. I'll
0: tell you fair play to you. That's great. No, I, I have oh, to say. Yeah. Well, I have to question your, your, your choice of pole, but the one was called the Hot Pole and the other was called the, the Cock and Tavern. Oh, <laughs> the right. the Cock
2: Tavern. You must
0: have frequented <laughs> yeah. a fairly dodgy <laughs> area <early laughs> in London, did you?
2: Oh, absolutely. I mean, um, yeah, the Cock Tavern was recommended because um, it used to be a, a, a decent spot for watching Celtic games. So there was a there was a bit of a Celtic community in and around that area anyway at the time and. Um, So that was kind of a nice in, but it was also very central. So it meant all the members that we acquired over the years, regardless of where they were living in the city, they'd be able to come in and watch the games with us, you know? That's
0: fantastic. What kind of numbers are we talking about?
2: Um, I'd say at the height, uh, uh, oh God, I actually, even the thought of this game, but the infamous game against Ekranis, uh, the one where we all lost faith in in Stephen Kenny, I think it's fair to say. Um, We probably had about, 15-20 Fifteen twenty at that game which was brilliant so like, when we got there early we were putting up taping and everything <laughs> the green and white hoops we had flags banners tricolors the lot we tried it because we were so excited game of the champions league so much build-up so much expectancy um and then of course the likes of Killian Brennan and uh and, and Stephen Kenny had to ruin it all so uh yeah but that probably would have been at the height okay, but they're good numbers though you know absolutely yeah and, and a lot of the members as well uh, Winston interestingly enough you know probably five or six of them were Irish lads that followed other clubs so I mean there was a guy from Cork and um, there was a guy a, a Pat supporter so they were over there and they were just dying to tap into uh, an LOI community that was that was going um, yeah. and then in addition to that you had English lads that we knew through our own networks who were just football mad. So they wanted to get involved. So again, in terms of going and actually preaching the word of Shamrock Rovers, we were educating these people oh, uh, a, a, about the club and its foundations. So uh, that was always
3: fun. That's Jay, not, you the, the, Winston, oh, in, interrupt you, everyone say, on, on one of my trips over to the hot pole, which by the way was a, a Notedale house, uh, the, the owner, this lad was at the park and he, uh, I don't know, Jay, what might, was, it was a domestic game, I'm not sure if it was the Boas game. It was the night there was a lot of Chelsea lads, and I was saying this could be dodgy, Jay. You know, green and white on them and everything else. And there's a bloke at the bar, Winston, and yeah. uh, an old. It, 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 I I I picked out straight away. It 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 like a milltown badge he had on him. A badge. I said, "How are you doing, pal? You all good?" And he said, "Yeah, yeah, I'm just here for the Rovers match. I I saw it on Facebook. <laughs> I should we yeah, we're we're over in the corner.'" I said, I was wondering, he said, is it tucked away? I said, do you live here? He says, yeah, I'm here 30 years. He says, uh, I live in um, oh, uh, Canary Wharf, Jay, is where he was from. Canary okay. Wharf. And he he, he told us other half for the first time ever, he was going to watch, uh, apart from the Spurs game, you know what I mean? He was actually going to watch, you know, three tubes he was getting from Canary Wharf to the hot pole <laughs> to see Rovers against Bowers or something like that. And he was made up. It, I didn't oh, say he, after, but he was gone. I just and he, he disappeared. If you know what I mean, back into the night. But it was. I said, "Did you? Oh yeah." Walked up from Renla. Me and my dad for years. I saw it on Facebook, and I was made up, and I couldn't miss it. <laughs> oh, that's terrific. It was terrific. Vincent. There you are, quiet fellow, unassuming, walking away in under thirty years. Uh, the Rovers thing meant sort of everything. Oh, jeez. He said, that's my club. And off he went, you know. And then oh, he was yeah. gone. And yeah. you never saw him again? What? Huh? You never, saw him, never saw him again? Never saw him no, again. Never no, And you no. know the usual Winston. There was no, nobody took a name or a number. He, he ah. just saw it and made his way. There you go. One that got away. Well, well, no, no, got go. He might be listening now. There no, you
2: have yeah, it! absolutely. And, and actually, another, a problem another, another one for you, Winston, on the, uh, on the hot pole, another one, because uh, a lot of people that would have been over at the Juventus game in Modena um, probably still trying to uh, get their clothes dry after that night, but um, I travelled over from London to do that and Colm, who owned the hot pole, he used to attend the Ireland games, international games around Europe. So that, again, was his outlet in that if Ireland were travelling around Europe, he would travel from London because it was so accessible and, He had this huge, huge, huge tricolour that said the hop hole on tour. And he asked me to bring that over um, as a representative of him and the pub and the institute and the people in that area. So if you look back at the game, probably the biggest flag on display in the away end is the hop hole. And I can't even describe how difficult it was to actually bring it back to London. I had to bring it back on the plane and everything because this thing was absolutely huge. But after the weather that night, it was... Oh, really so- really heavy and absolutely ringing wet so I had to bring it through the airport and everything <laughs> this thing was oh, dripping you, it, but you got it back alright though I got it back alright but I'm telling you by the time I was on the tube making my way back to London after the journey it was still dripping <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah if you if you look back in the photos and you see the hot pole on tour that's where the uh, London hoop started so there's a nice little story I'll
0: tell you about that well thanks for sharing that and I, I'm sure if, if any of them lads are listening, uh, well, you're getting a bit of work done there, Gaffo. So so you've, you've got the room now. If anyone <laughs> want to come over, I'm sure you'd, you'd be happy to have them. Yeah.
3: <laughs> now
2: you have a buddy. 100
0: percent That's that's a verbal contract, Right, Okay, so so you both made it back anyway for the FAI Cup win in 2019. Yeah. That, that's that's correct. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. yeah. yeah. That wasn't that's going to be
3: Miss Winston. That was on the bucket list ever since my days. I really wanted Jay and indeed Rob yeah, to yeah. be there for that cup final. You know, if, if, uh, Jay, were we at the dirty game and we came out of it saying, "Oh no, another one gone." You know that? Yeah, race? that was, was the semi final
2: up in the Brandywell. Yeah, we oh, was just that thought.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well,
2: we, we we played we played Atala. They equalised yeah. late to make it one all. I had to go yeah. into replay, but you're right. We came out of Atala that night, and even though there was a replay, we had. I think we just said, "It's just not going to happen, is it?" Yeah,
3: and, and uh, I don't know, Jay. Uh, where we uh, in talking remember what uh Tolka for the Derry game remember it was moved yeah. it was yeah well, oh no that could have been the league game sorry i'm I'm getting confused now but in an, in a nutshell Winston I swear to god that day I wanted Jason with me every step of the way if you know what I mean to to, oh, yeah. to appreciate to appreciate it. And the tone was set in rings end if you know what I mean that day and there was something magical about it, you know, that uh Rovers fans had turned out in their in their droves. And I just felt, Jason, if we win this cup, I want to be right beside you when the final whistle goes. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and and it was a magical, a magical it was, day. It was, it was that was an emotional day, Dad, wasn't it? Really?
2: Like, I mean, I think yeah. To, to your to your point there, Dad. I mean, like growing up again, the the club is just a part of our DNA, our family, and like I think the Gaffney Hoops flag it says these are the family family colours they always have been they always will be you know for generations to come and um you know it means so much to us and we went to that game Winston just with so much fear and I wouldn't mind that if you remember we were right behind the goal and of course when um wasn't it Duffy Michael Duffy Duffy on the half volley again just like Derry we turn around and we said it's just not going to happen you know it was just heartbreaking um and but the level of emotion that we experienced that day um, will stay with me forever. Because I thought when I thought when Stephen Rice put us 1-0 up in a European game against Spurs in White Hart Lane, and like even talking about it there puts, puts, puts goosebumps, I never thought that would be Trump in terms of just, Jesus Christ, look at how far this club has come. But for us, selfishly, we had craved the... Well, I had craved the FAI Cup my whole life because I'd never seen us lift it. Um, and to be beside my dad on that day was just, it just meant everything. And it would now still be the best Shamrock Rovers memory uh, I've, I've ever had. It'll be hard to trust, to be honest with you. It meant not that much, you know?
0: Even you're, you're, you're taking me back there, you know, myself. It? And it does, <laughs> it evokes all them emotions in you, you know? Like oh. I remember the walk down and, and, uh, and the highs and lows, you know, the lows being Mick McCarthy's green suit. And then the players, I'm <laughs> actually watching the lads uh, lift the cup was amazing, you know.
3: But um, <laughs> when, when Winston, you were lucky. Like I had McCarthy all that day, if you know what I mean. So the green, like, you notice new afterwards, <laughs> oh, did yeah. you? Winston, there was no end to this. This thing was just, you know, it it it, it was it was like it, it was it was everywhere. Everywhere you turned, he seemed to be there. You know that way. Uh, it was. Uh, it. it, it, it I mean, he's such a shy, unassuming individual. You know what yeah, I mean?
0: You know, have, you have to draw <laughs> yeah. stuff out of him, you know. It's like a dentist yeah. pulling a conversation out of him, you know. <laughs> yeah. So so you well, had the pleasure it. of taking the shoes and the socks off and putting them to bed then. was that then? Yeah. the night? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: The, people, the pe- 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 people like Mick McCarthy, though, do you know, like, I mean... You know, they really do need to be celebrated, people like that. You know, I was lucky enough, Winston, that, you know, when I got it started getting heavily involved in the club, more regularly involved in the club around 2005, 2006. My dad introduced me to his circle of friends, the likes to, you know, the Senator Mick McCarthy and Jerry Feary, Mick Kearns, Al McCready, Dave Dunn, all these lads. And like these are the these are the very lifeblood of the club. I mean, the money that they spend and the effort that they put in to travel up and down the country and abroad, you know, for for the crest in the club is just something that can never be undervalued. Um, And people like that just need need to be celebrated. He's a he's a smashing character, but also a, a brilliant fan. They're,
0: they're integral to 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 a club. People like that, the characters. 100%. You know that, that's that's when you're bringing in new people and they meet these fellas and they go, Jason, this is a great great bit of crack." You know.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, they're brilliant twins. They're special yeah. people. That you know the club. The, the the club brings that out. And any of the trips we go on, for example, with Jay Jason on you know, yeah. the, the Wack Express or something like that. <laughs> the, the venue, I mean, the venues we go to now at this stage are written in stone. Whether it's up in in. Uh, um, and uh, Drummond, for example, will be the stop that the WAC Express stops at. And then there's, um, we have to decide on Cork this year. But the point I'm making, yeah. uh, Winston, there's never, it's 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 just a fun day, uh, celebrating and supporting the club. Uh, and well, got. I mean, these the venues yeah. we go to now are part of the uh, uh part of the day. There's never a bad word. I mean. It's a brilliant day out, and it's a it's a brilliant social occasion as well.
2: Yeah, hundred percent. And even even to that point, Dad, like what well, what always stands out to me, Winston, as well is I mean, you know, you travel up and down the country to these games, and sometimes you come out of these games, you know, pretty miserable or downbeat because we might be beaten or things aren't going our way. And the one thing that strikes me is the optimism. I mean, it's the optimism that would have gotten us through um, the administration and kept the uh, the the club alive and gotten it to where it is right now but it's the optimism that exists on the away buses as they pull out of all these venues all over the country. Uh, and what I mean by that is the likes of the senator cracking jokes. You're two minutes into this journey and they're cracking jokes. And all of a sudden, all the doom and gloom that you've had over the previous 90 minutes just disappear. And you realize and appreciate that you've actually got this community that you can always rely on. Um, And again, that's why they're just so, so important. I mean, you know?
3: Jay, Jay, it's a fair point. Like if you look at, at, at the White, for example, uh, Mick or Brendan Cairns, uh, uh, or indeed the Senator, um, uh, they've seen this, Jay, all yeah. through their lives, you know okay. what I mean? You, you might get down about Sligo away in a the semi-final. Yeah. They've they've seen eight of those games, if you know what I mean, or, yeah. or more, or eight, Ian, if, in the case of McCarthy, or 48. They have the T-shirts, you know. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, they know it. They can switch off. They'll be down, no doubt about it. But in their world, it's ninety minutes in the next in the next game. They've yeah. they've already blanked it the following day. You know, hundred percent. Have
2: you been on the Wake Express, Jay? Oh, many a time, many a time. I, 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 can I say a top class five star service? I mean, if that if they had a website or if I could do a Google review, it would be five stars. You know, you're talking a uh, um, a grade facilities. Uh, you're talking great entertainment on the bus, um, hospitality in terms of beverages, uh, often cold as well, um, are served at will. And uh, in terms of punctuality, second to none. I
3: can't what recommend it higher. What about the new toilet, Jay, in fairness to the way? Ah, stop. There you stop. go. You're not <laughs> dealing with muck. You're not dealing with muck. So, 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 you have
0: a toilet on the bus.
3: <laughs> yes, we do, Winston. I'll tell you
2: no nonsense road, nonsense Winston. And do you know what? Yeah. Because we're not pulling over to the side of the road, Dad, that means that we're getting to the ground. And what I mean, the ground, I mean, uh, the pub outside the ground. That extra
3: half an hour early, and yeah. we're right. Makes a difference, Jay. Yeah. Oh, there's
2: there <laughs> any more room? Because I'm going go
0: on that fifties bus.
3: No, no, you can have it, Winston. No, no, no. It's a, I'll tell it. You. Does, it does an interview committee as well. uh Now set up. Uh, um, uh, so I don't know. To be honest, you're a lovely lad, Winston. The grey hoop, but. I Don't know, we'll it, it'll have to go before the committee.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've no problem greasing a
2: few palms now, you know. Uh, so no, what,
3: that what, would help, that. Sorry, it would help, could help, could help. Not and saying
2: actually, it will, even on that Wins as well. Yeah, with, with the buses, uh, you, 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 here's a quick one for you. When I am um, around, well, like when we uh, fell into division one, uh, Robbie Foy used to run a bus from the SIP2 building, the hoops, um yeah correct and i was uh i was working with i had my first job out of college and um, i was working down my grand canal at the time and um, and so i used to get a place on this bus uh, myself and it was through that bus that i met the likes of robbie and paul donahue um, you know the famous big deck and um, i had the pleasure of sitting beside big deck on many a journey uh, martina and martin genocchi so on so forth and um I used to absolutely love that. Like I, I remember one Tuesday, we were playing Finn Harps Away, Up in Valley Buffet, um, and I, I, obviously we know how long the journey is, particularly with the amount of stop-offs as well. You're probably talking between five and six hours, and but it, it, it I got a half day from work that day and met at the SIP2 building. With all, it would have been the point bar, I think it was. Everyone would be sitting in there, and we would jump on the bus and we would head up, but long story short – like the Bali Buffet, you'd come back at one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning after the game, and you'd be up for work the next day. But it was just a rite of passage, and it was just part of people's routine. Um, and you just met all these fantastic people as part of it. So, yeah, these buses as well, you get some characters. i tell
0: you, and you wouldn't change if it hadn't, you know? No, Not a chance. No chance. Not a chance. So, 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 um, no. So, so, Gaff, you you have been on the podcast now a couple of times before. You must be doing a match ball now at this stage, are you? I was
3: going to say that Winston. I thought at this stage, yeah, I'd even you know maybe uh uh, uh like I I I have the, as you know Winston on a you know uh, I have me player of the year, first player of the year award and all that. I just thought now on the podcast, could I be recognised in in some fashion or form? if, if that I'll tell in front you, commentary.
0: Apparently, some some of your buddies had uh, had um, a poll to see how long it would take you to drop in that you were the first player to be named <laughs> player of the year.
3: And uh, the, name of the winner is,
0: uh, oh got it's Mick McCarthy. <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm, I'm sure
0: we can organise something.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: so, uh, um, just imagine how many times I've heard that, Winston.
0: <laughs> oh, I tell you. But if you're a town for every time you heard him, oh
3: huh? <laughs> Oh, you have it. Long may it continue. I tell you,
0: hay yeah. okay, when well, the sun shines right now. So, so, so fair play to you. So, so, so the Tanti boat deliver your uh, your season tickets Christmas morning. Uh, because we didn't get mine, shocking as it was.
3: <laughs> well, funny you should say it, Winston. And the, 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 how did you mention that? Uh, no, I haven't got, have I,
2: Jay? Did you get yours? It hasn't arrived yet, but it's funny because loads of people are asking about it and I've see <laughs> seen somebody point out on the uh, Rovers chat one day saying, you know, season doesn't start till March. I get it, but yeah, <laughs> I'm sure
3: they'll arrive. I'm sure they'll arrive. Yeah, Absolutely, so, yeah. Yeah, well, and when, the funny thing about it, since the membership, Jay, remember I was thinking when we first got, um, oh God, what was it, Siobhan? Siobhan, Siobhan, yeah. um. We get around Christmas, winter, just after Christmas. We get a beautiful package with your badge, your scarf, your member scarf, your season ticket, and a and a lovely. I was like a, a collector's item, uh, um, or whatever. But maybe it's. I think it's as a result of the increase in season ticket and members and so on that we we'll just join the queue now and wait yeah, for it to. live. and you know, and you know what, Dad, I'm not complaining. And the club no is.
2: Such
0: incredible health, yeah. It's amazing, yeah. Well, well, well yeah. I am on behalf
2: of all the
0: people that complain on the farm. I'm complaining, any... hey.
3: Don't panic.
0: Oh, don't panic. Yeah. Boy, so, so, how many European trips did you, did you both get to last year?
3: Last year, I did. I was Malta, Jay, and Belgium. I was Malta and Belgium.
2: Yeah, I I didn't get over. I had no, a newborn baby, new
3: newborn new baby Bobby. in the summer. Yeah, yeah
2: so well, congratulations! Uh, thank yeah. you very much. <laughs> Not little who? Yeah, L- yeah,
3: little uh, little Flynn, Flynn Gaffney, yeah. and, Flynn. and actually
2: Gaffney. on that, the both of them uh, as part of the 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 Rovers ritual. um Yeah, the, on the day that Archie was born and the day that Flynn was born, the both of them uh, don't. Uh, Sharmouk Grover's Rovers cardigan, which I have, um, and and has been passed down. So literally from day one on both occasions, uh, they became hoops.
3: So ah, uh, they've nowhere to that's, go. That's the way it'll always be. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's terrific. So I did. I did the two wins in Malta, which was really good, and uh, Belgium, Ghent. Ghent was extraordinary. The 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 support in Ghent in the stadium, uh, was up there with with the best in terms of the away support. I mean, it, it was. A mob. Well, I remember you, well, I remember I hear,
0: you could hear them clearly on the telly box.
3: Oh, yeah. It was a mob. A mob. And it was brilliant. Uh, great support. Unfortunately, the result was... started bad and never really recovered. But it never stopped the fans. They gave it. You know what I mean? And, and rightly so. Uh, but it was just unfortunate for Stephen and the team that they were coming over and, and I know they knew they sort of let themselves down in terms of some of the defending and, uh, on the night. And so quickly. You know, in Europe, Winston... You, you know, you, you, you buttoned down the hatches until a period. But in our case, it was already all too early, you know, that way. Yeah. But it didn't stop the support and the 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 scene inside the stadium was fantastic. Yeah, it took the sting out of the game, but not the support. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Now, uh, one of our, uh, probably our biggest uh, highlight as father and son was uh, Tottenham, White Hart Lane, you know, just that was, that will live in our memory.
0: Uh, talk, us, talk us through that then
3: Well Jason was living in London uh, Winston And um We We made our way over to Earl's Court We stayed in Earl's Court uh, They still give out to me about it I did Booking on that one It wouldn't have been one of my greatest <laughs> moments uh, Winston No No uh, The homeless wouldn't have stayed there You know One of those ones So uh, It happened But it was all about the match It was all about the venue was all about Covent Garden it was all about the support and Jason was living in London so uh it was a, it was an unbelievable occasion yeah uh, uh, playart Lane will li- long live in the memory of, uh, of Rovers fans
2: yeah absolutely it was it, it was amazing Winston. like uh, uh, as, as I mentioned with the London hoops I mean I had I had spent two years previous to that fixture telling as many people as I possibly could about Chmark Rovers in London and it, to make it even more, romantic. I was living with a guy called Dominic Devere, who was a a Tottenham Hotspurs lifelong fan and season ticket holder. So (laughs) we had been hanging out and we'd become really really good friends over the years that I was living in London. All of a sudden I'm looking at the draw and who do we get drawn with Tottenham Hotspurs. So it was almost like just everything came together again there was a real there was just something about it Um, and to actually see thousands of Sean Rovers fans descend on London not only behaved the way they did, which was absolutely impeccable, but just, you know, so loud and so boisterous. And um, I mean, when that goal went in, I was actually sitting beside uh, Sean Feary and Jer Feary at the time. I've told a few people this, but it is the truth. And and Sean and Jer can attest to this. When the goal went in, you know, I celebrated like everyone, like a lunatic. And, um, you know, And then actually, when I realized what was happening, I started, (laughs) the blood started draining from my head. I started getting a little bit lightheaded because I just, I just couldn't quite deal with the fact that we were 1-0 up in a European game (laughs) against Tottenham Hotspurs. So I found myself getting a little bit emotional and I ended up having to put the head between the legs to get the blood back in because I I actually just couldn't deal with the moment. (laughs) So it was, everything about it was amazing.
0: Well I tell you, assuming a position sometimes following rovers is a standard practice, you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so um yeah. so 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 Gaff, you you yeah. played in Iceland uh, against the University of Crayola Crayons back in the eighties.
3: Well wait, uh, in, in Iceland, Winston a little interrupt to there. In Iceland uh, I played against uh, Fran Reykjavik. Reykjavik. Fran Reykjavik? Fran Reykjavik. Fran Reykjavik. One of the great European teams, heavyweights, Fran Reykjavik, and we battered them over two legs. Just saying that when, that's, no, when it that's, wasn't, that's when the researchers
1: when
3: when when it, when it wasn't fashionable uh, for League of Ireland teams to win away in Europe, uh, uh, and then we played University Craiova in Romania, uh, played them in, in Milltown and then just outside Bucharest, but and um, um, the. The away result against Fran Reykjavik, uh, Wilson was extraordinary because we flew, we flew to Glasgow, uh, this was the Giles team, and we we flew to Glasgow, we trained with Celtic, we trained with Celtic, and Celtic had played Fran Reykjavik the previous year. So we ended up ju- through Giles' connections and Billy McNeil and Celtic, and it was sort of dream stuff for me as well. Uh <laughs> Charlie Nicholas and so on, but they were they were saying that you know they played them the year before. And your man, I never forget it. Winston, your man Danny McGrane, said to me, he says like landing on the moon. And he said, what? He said like landing on the moon. <laughs> and sure enough, when we were flying in, I was looking at these craters and geysers coming up. I said, "This is me. <laughs> this is a <laughs> European game." I having a laugh. Then we went into an air force base called Keflavik. Kef- and then made our way to Reykjavik. And I still thought, this is you know what I mean? If you have the I'm just looking at the Real Madrid team when they go to Paris and or London and so on. But it's all glamour, Gucci suits and so on. We had we kept sorry, we had geezers, and uh, uh, uh perishing cold. and we weren't ready for it, if you know what I mean, in terms of the country and the 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 whole dynamics of it. Yeah. But we still did the job. Winston, we didn't let the that's club cool. down. We yeah. One away in Europe. Yeah. yeah I was I, I was expecting thousands at the airport. But uh, no, there's no one there. <laughs> I think there was a mix up
0: with the flight scaffold, that's yeah, what it was. Yeah. I think you right. The previous day. <laughs>
3: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Actually there, there was a hold up on the on the carousel with there was a giant wet flag, that's what it was. No, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, you were saying there, like, uh, the, the, the great trips, uh, your, your Brussels and your, your Molly Gardens in the, in the group stages as well, you know, sounded like great crack. Uh, and then there was a, tw- was a total party against Derry after Rovers has won the, the the three in a row. Record league attendance. How, how special was that night for you both?
3: The, the Derry game, Winston?
0: Yeah, the, the, the party after the Derry game uh, had, had won the, the, the three in a row uh, the record league
3: attendance, you know, remarkable um, but, stuff. But, but Winston, I, I, uh, like, I don't know, Jay, if, if it was during the season, it was written in the start. Like, if you look back uh, at the uh, at that and that night, I never feared, uh, Derry, uh, Winston, in, because I'll tell you why for me, who was there, I knew the players and Stephen would have the players up for the likes of the Derry game or whatever. My big concern or something like that would have been UCD and the Belfield Bowl on a Monday night. and You, you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. You, you, you can't get behind the team. It's difficult because, uh, you know, the, the players would feed off the support. And you look at the, some of the talent occasions when there's been full houses and so on, European nights or Bowes nights or, or Derry nights or, uh, or Pats, for example. They feed off it. If you know what I mean, I'd never any doubt, Winston, that once we got into the grove, with, by the way, as I call him, my love child, Rory Gaffney, um, uh-huh. and, yeah, we 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 wouldn't be found wanted if you know what I mean. To me, it sort of culminated. My big fear was the, as I say, the the Monday night in Finn Harps or the Monday night in, you know, and we saw that Finn Harps game, Jay. I remember that the occasion, Mother of Jays, the weather. Was horrific. Yeah. It yeah, was, absolutely. And this is a boggy pitch up there, same as what Belfield would be. So it, it, uh, I'd never any doubt, Winston, co- to come back to you on it, that the three in a row was there and that we, you know, uh, we'd win it. And uh, it was only a matter of time, whether it was going to be Derry or whether it was going to be Boas or Pats, if you know what I mean. Yeah. For me, yeah. the occasion would take care of itself. Absolutely. I
2: uh, yeah, absolutely, Dad. 100%. And and I think, Winston, for me, like, it's funny. You, you, you only really get to appreciate things upon reflection. And I think on the night sometimes, you know, it can be a little bit heady and, you know, you're having various conversations and you're bumping into people and everything. And, of course, the occasion was incredible. But it's funny that you asked that question because, for me, like, the most amazing thing about what's happened to Sharmark Rovers um, and this is a kind of a, a roundabout way of answering the question is that it's actually everything outside of the football that has just, you know, it just has me so joyous at the moment. Like, you know, you're talking four stands, obviously the fourth one being built, like average attendance is over 5000, the academy, a women's team, you know, mass local and national sponsorship, uh, traveling competitively around Europe, the program quality um you know, the atmosphere from the south stand, the merchandise, um, and and even actually, you know, even outside investment that's come in. But I think if you look at the ball boys as well, whether it was in the Derry game, whether it was the Sligo game, that last minute winner, even in Europe, the ball boys celebrating with it. Like, that's an identity that has actually seeped into the DNA of these youth players, meaning that they're fans first, players second. And that's invaluable. And I think... In answer to your question, I think what's happened to the club, and when you look at nights like that when it's sold out against Derry, it's just so incredible to think how far the club has come since that Dublin City game, because I never would have imagined in my wildest dreams um, that we would be there winning three in a row with 8,500 people. It's just magic. That's incredible. Right,
0: so, so to me, I, I, I like to have a point to play before, before the game. Uh, now I have to go to Maldon these days because I'm not in the bar in, in, in the stadium because I'm not a member. Okay. okay. And I and, and I've been in this club 40 years. But, but, but anyway, but where do you go for, 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 for a point? When, when,
3: uh my one J uh, or Winston is the Ballantyre House. And uh we've got we've got a, a Motley crew in there now. It's growing because it's funny, it's it it would have been originally uh My local, and it'd be where the old school uh Rovers uh crew went, but now you know it's something that Jason said earlier, which which is it's it's extraordinary now to see it. So, on a match day now, uh, Winston, in the Ballantyre House, for example, right? Right, you are like you're likely to see uh, eight Jasons of that age group, if you know what I mean, coming in and either. Uh, doing their own thing, having it, whatever, and making their way to the game. All in there. And yet, there's no words exchanged other than it's the colour of the colours. You know that way? Uh, and I just thought that it's unbelievable. Whereas before, it's, it's like what Jay said, it's the emergence now of the club, in yeah. the community, uh, that these lads now... And I'm talking about... I'll give an example, Winston. We'd had one, one father asked me to take his son at the time um, to a Rovers game. He'd right. no, he had he'd no affiliation whatsoever to Rovers. He obviously aware of them, but never been to a live game, if you know what I mean. And it, was, it was the night that Jack Bourne gave a sort of a masterclass, one of Jack Bourne's masterclass performances, right? And the young lad said to me afterwards, he's never seen anything like that player ever. He's, he's seen stuff on the telly, if you know what I mean, but he's not never seen flesh. somebody, not the flesh, live, doing what this lad was doing with the ball. And honest to God, Winston, I got a, I got a call the next day from his dad or something like that, and it went something like Robbie, thanks so much for that. That was unbelievable. He's still raving about it. How does he go about getting a season ticket? How does he <laughs> how does he go about getting a thing? It, it And that, that lad to this day, Winston, To this day is now part of the Wack Express, if you know what I mean. And now knows the group like what Jay said earlier. These people that would have been foreign knows them all now with the tip of a hat. How are things and whatever. And uh, so my one is the volunteer, and you can see the emergence now of more and more. You know uh, what was what was traditionally maybe a mixed bag of Liverpool United, uh, 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 Dublin. GA all of, Now all of a sudden The Rovers Crew Nearly have their own Little spot Yet it's not Identified as their spot It's just their local If you know what I mean Before a match so Yeah 100% So my,
2: my, my Yeah my pre-match Ritual will be a, a little bit different Winston I'm living out here In Greystones and Wicklow So I, I generally have to drive over to the games and back, so I always enjoy my cup of tea in the Glenmore Suite or the eighteen ninety nine Suite in advance of the game. It's a brilliant opportunity to catch up with people and um you know, uh yeah talk you know talk about the game and um I I absolutely love that. And even to my dad's point there around, you know, the kind of ubiquitous almost nature of Rovers nowadays. Obviously, that comes with success. You're going to get more people involved, but. I remember driving to the club shop around two years ago. I had a friend over from London and uh, I was bringing him out to the club shop. It was a real unassuming day, like a Tuesday or Wednesday. And as we drove through Tala, I remember seeing at least four or five people walking around in rovers, tops. And that's, that, that's a microcosm. That's when you know something has changed, you know, that's when you know you've got an actual identity within a community and, um, and it kind of permeates everything. And I think, uh, you know, in, in terms of like even the match day that my dad's touched on there as well, I I just can't believe the amount of youth in Tala, you know, every week. You compare that with when we were playing games out in, you know, Santry or when we were playing in Tolka or, you know, even the ignominious things of playing games in Daily Mount. Um You know, there was very little youth. It was just the hardcore that my dad alluded to there. But now it's just covered with kids. And those kids will grow up loving the club. They'll pass it on to their families and so on and so forth. So, Jay, uh, Jay,
3: it's funny you should say it, Jay. This particular lad uh, um, was telling another individual who's now become his mate and they go to Rovers. All because of that instance of watching Jack Bourne and the team that night. Yeah. And what it meant, if you know what I mean, to, to, to. to, to, to those around him. He couldn't get Absolutely. over it. Absolutely. For it, you know, so and, and that, 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 uh, that, that, that's the thing that, you know, you're spot on.
2: Like, I mean, it's, it it, it is addictive and, you know, they always, uh, I've always seen, I've seen Jason Maloney talk about this a lot of times in terms of, you know, people just don't understand and. Um, there's that great quote as well from Oasis, um, we see things they'll never see, and I think we, we really do see things that they'll never see. This is in relation to the bar suiters or people who might travel over to the UK, which I don't really have anything against, but they just yeah. don't understand it and they'll never know. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I mean, I think when you bring people, they will
3: want to come back, and that's because yeah. of the overall product yeah. that I talked about earlier on. It's because it's, it goes everything. back, Jay, yeah, the match experience and Winston. You know, I, I love me me Guinness now in the eighteen ninety-nine or the Dlemalur suite before it. It's like written in stone. We make sure we get there to have our uh, light ale as I call it and then take up our seats. It's great.
0: Yeah. I open now point of light ale myself. Uh,
3: <laughs>
0: and you you can buy me one next time you, you see me, Gaffo. I, get, right. yeah, I
3: get them on the I I get them on the staff tap. I get them from the staff tap as well.
2: Winston, yeah, oh, I, 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 I yeah. Winston, I'm happy. You know, I'm, I'm happy enough to buy you a pint. But if you want to, if you want to join me for a quiet cup of Rosie Lee at any stage, I'm, I'm, I'm always free as well. So that offer is there on the well, table. Well, I, okay? I, I'll take up
0: that offer as well. <laughs> another little cup of Rosie Lee. <laughs> yeah. No, no, come here. Speaking of getting to the games, you still don't go on your, on your chopper bike, do you, Gav? or no,
3: no, no. The chopper bike was synonymous when. When I got the opportunity, uh uh Winston in 77, 78, whatever. Uh, I'll never forget that. When I arrived for training on the first night, uh uh with Giles, the Giles era was just starting, Winston. I arrived on the chopper bike. The chopper bike was parked in the corner. I had my little umbro bag, everything was ready to go. Uh I knew nobody. Uh people were sort of say who, who yeah, he's a local lad. Lives, lives up the road in Mulvey Park, play with you. He's down on trial or he's not. He's better. And the next thing is the gates open. In came Giles in the five series BMW. Dumfie, Eamon Dumfie in the, the Italian Lancia. Ray Tracy in the. Uh, anyway, it goes on and on. It was only short of. Uh, <laughs> in my world, it was the equivalent of the Maseratis today in Old Trafford and whatever. But my little chopper bike. Winston, after training, would make <laughs> its way up yeah, the Milltown Road. And it became, And as I made my way into Mulvey Park, there was great Rovers fans, and still to this day, great Rovers fans like Tommy Cannon and uh, uh, Tom Hand and uh, uh, the O'Neills down the back and the Dowlings and the Dowda. But uh, the chopper boy could be parked. That was it. And I said to myself, Winston, if I'm going to be part, luckily part of this, so it was down to the credit union for the Toyota Corolla. Get in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so the chopper bike <laughs> should be hanging somewhere in the club shop with Mark Lynch with, with uh uh the trophy around the first player of the year. I know I told you that. But <laughs> okay, uh, did you mention that? And Taylor Tyler Cup medal, just saying that as well. But uh yeah, the <laughs> chopper the chopper was synonymous.
0: But well, we should get it. We should coat it in bronze and put it outside the, the, the front of the stadium. Yeah. That's an idea. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Take it as done.
0: So, 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 so Jason, I, I want to ask you, what's it like to have a former Rovers player as a dad? Building on that.
2: Ah, listen, let's be honest about it. Extremely proud. Extremely proud. I mean, you know, when I was uh, growing up, you know, lads were wearing Liverpool jerseys and United jerseys and talking about you know fowler and canton and this that and the other and you know i know it sounds cheesy but i had my very own in the gaff and you know i was extremely proud to have uh my dad represent the club but also play at the level that he did um the the fascinating thing with football is a lot of people don't appreciate the people who make it to the top of football are extremely talented um and what i mean by that is it's the most competitive sport in the world it's they got the highest levels of participation and what that means is it's extremely competitive which means if you make to the top you're very very good um and i you know i always felt that with my dad you know we used to have uh pictures and programs which i used to hoover up i loved all that stuff uh still do um but yeah very proud and all over the years um whenever me and my dad have a chance to have a point or have chats Dad, you'd agree with this. I still ask you all the time about your stories, you know. Um, fascinated to hear about the grounds that he played in and what were his best memories and his highlights and everything. And, um, yeah, no, growing up with him Winston was uh, – in the house was amazing. Like, as everyone knows who knows my dad, he's got an infectious personality. Um, He's extremely likable. Uh, he's a great conversationalist. Um, And he absolutely loves Sharma Grover So – I'm great, you know. I, I I loved it, but I was also grateful in a lot of ways because my dad then introduced me to the club, and you know I'd be without it if I didn't have it in my life. So, um, yeah. In answer to your question, yeah, it was amazing. Very very proud. Oh, that's lovely.
3: Cheers, Jay. And and Winston equally. I remember when Jay, and it's funny when Jay now and Rob Robbie Junior. When I had them, for example, uh, like unfortunately, none of them. Would have witnessed our being involved in Milltown, uh, for yeah, example. Yeah. But but then th- it was an unfortunate thing. And I often think Jay how proud I'd be of him in the sense that Jay was coming to me as Robbie was in Tonka Park, uh, Winston on yeah. a Sunday and it's or a Friday night, Friday night, yeah, whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. And and it, it's it's funny what Jay said because um, J- Jason would have said, I think we knew everybody in the ground. Winston in Talker Park. Are you (laughs) with me? I think we knew everybody. Uh, And that shows you. uh, And Jason was there. And funny enough, Jason loved the First Division. He (laughs) loved it. For a a few of us, it was the end of the world that night that we were relegated with him. But for others, it was the beginning of a new chapter. And it's it's only now that Jason really realizes having seen Rovers come from the First Division, winning the Cup winning the three in a row and, and please God four in a row, Uh, uh that the group that we witnessed in Tolka Park some who have gone have left us uh some who are still there have 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 seen the the emergence of the great Shamrock Rovers if you know what I mean it's it's the it's the symbol yeah, of Irish yeah. football for me Winston the colours the crest the people but Jason would have seen all that I remember sitting with him as a Getting him his burger and his coke in Talk Park. <laughs> but he loved it. He loved he loved all the players. He loved he loved the yeah. he loved the occasion. If you know what I mean. Now he's 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 going to the Ritz, You know? Well, you <laughs> see, there's,
0: there's, there's, there's something comes about when, when when you follow a team at, at, at the worst, in the depths of it, and you yeah. get the chance to, to to evolve with the club. I'm not talking about yeah. people coming in. It's great, the money and all that kind of stuff. But money gets you so far. Unless you know you're completely wiping everything and starting again, you know, with yeah. great players and huge yeah. wages and stuff. And when you when you when you're when you're down in the fourth division, Jay, and yeah. you're watching it, and you work yourself up to where we are now,
3: yeah. Was, yeah,
0: it's a glorious feeling.
3: And it was brilliant. It was brilliant for me to have Jason and Rob uh, there, Winston and that. And I remember one night, Jay. I remember, I think Pat Totty did the brilliant song when the green flag will never die. We'll keep the green flag flying high. Shamrock yeah. Rovers will never die. Little did we know, Jason, in the in the bar in Talca Park, if you know what I mean, that this yeah uh, this club would now be representing the country in Europe. Uh, yeah, exactly. Winning leagues, winning cups. And uh, players want to join us, Winston. Not run away, if you know what I mean, or not say no, no, no. Shells are paying more money. Our boys are. They want to be a part. And if they're lucky enough, like me. <laughs> To wear the jersey and represent the club, it's only then you realize, uh, Winston, that you know, the the, what Shamrock represents in Ireland, you know what I mean, in the uh, island of Ireland. Uh, and Jason, I often think that's the thing uh, in his talker park days because he loved it, he actually loved it, Uh, uh, yeah, absolutely. And that 100%. That it it was,
2: it was, it was like at the end of the day, it was, you know. You know, you used to work hard when we were younger. So the, the biggest selling point for us at the weekends when you used to bring us out to the Rovers games was it was just spending time with you. We just wanted to be around you. And But but the knock-on effect that that ha- had was that it eventually wins and just, it seeps it. The club seeps into it. It's the people that you meet on the terraces. It's the people who are volunteering to hand out the programs before the game. And, you know, th- these th- these become your family. They become an extension of who you are. Um, And even like... It's funny, Dad, that you bring that up about we'll never die because I think that, you know, again, it sounds cheesy, but you talk about falling in love. I mean, I think it was around, it was, I remember the match, it was Daily Mount, uh, you, me and Rob were together, Dad. We had gone out that night Um, we were beaten 1-0 by Bray, I think. Right. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was 1-0 by Bray we were beaten in Daily Mount. So it would have been, what, the 2005 season? Yeah. Mm. Um, I remember it was like Lee Roach and Trevor Malloy up top. Rutherford was playing as well. and I remember we played all right, but we were eventually beaten. It was just kind of a, again, that that was the season. And um, it was the full-time whistle went, and it would have been a perfect time to be despondent. Um, And as my dad alluded to, the corner stands just erupted into a rendition of We'll Never Die. And I remember being there and, you know the hairs on the back of my neck were standing, and I knew at that point that because I was moving into, you know, at that stage it was like, okay, well, you know, I was moving out of college, I was moving into a professional life, so I was becoming a, a fully formed adult, if you will, and you know, you, 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 you things start to resonate with you a little bit more. But that night was the night I truly fell in love with Shamrock Rovers and knew full well that you know I'd, I'd be involved in the club for the rest of my life, and that was a really special moment, wasn't it? That that was when you oh. kind of looking back on it now. You know that was the catalyst for the club being saved. It was the spirit that existed in the stands that night.
3: Yeah, absolutely, Jay, and it and it was the, the you know the the, the 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 committee at the time, and the Mick Kearns and the Tony McGuire's and uh, you know the, 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 uh, those people that John brian got, um, it 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 was very easy to let this fabulous club slip away, but it was it was yeah. It, 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 it was brilliant because people just galvanized and they made it. It was only when you thought that Jesus, you know, this thing could end up in tears, uh, that you realize mm-hmm. it. But yeah, I always remember you, Jay, and particularly in Talker sitting in that stand. And I think we knew everyone, Jay, honest to God, I think we did, you know. <laughs> and you know, and then uh, uh, now as I say, uh, now another, a whole new uh, group, which is fantastic.
2: That's, that's, a, that's a good point, Dad, actually, because when I'm bringing Archie and Flynn you know when they when they then take take the button yeah. as it will I yeah. mean you know their 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 matchday experience would be very different to ours to what Holy. we grew up with you know um you know I mean I I remember seeing the likes of Tony Cousins and Matt Britton and Glenn Fitzpatrick yeah. and everything and they, they were great days it, it from a, nostal- a nostalgic point of view looking back on now but at the time you know it was Third world conditions, yeah. and it was cold and it was freezing. Yeah. But um, to see where we are now is just so heartening. You know? Yeah, fabulous. Well,
0: well, I mean, that's the saying. Isn't it? You have to go there to come back. You know what I mean? Correct.
3: Correct, Winston. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what Absolutely. I'm saying. Jake, Jason Absolutely. was lucky to be very much part of that, you know?
0: That's, it's, it's terrific. No, no, no. Um, it's the best player in the league last season for sure. And yeah, it took five nominations for the, for, for the league before he, he, he won his first player of the month award. So, so, so it's one of life's mysteries I suppose it's like uh, Whacker O'Toole's hair But, but Laurie <laughs> but, but, but Gaffney
3: My love child Your love child <laughs> Yeah uh, Head head and shoulders for me Uh Now in saying that Prior to Pico's injury uh Pico has been a revelation Alan Manus has been a revelation You know Ronan Finn uh, uh, You could go through it But for me For me when you know, ah, uh, I just thought this fella uh, was extraordinary. when I thought he gave it his all as best he could in every game, and he got us out of jail. Remember I was saying to you earlier about the dirty matches taking care yeah. of it when you were playing. I think you know he got us out of jail on many an occasion, and he wasn't within the within our section given to be an out-centre out forward, if you know what I mean, like
1: yeah, Jason
3: yeah. mentioned, the Tony Cousins or the Gary Twiggs. But uh, his work rate, and I I thought as the season went on, he just improved. And any defender in the league was nothing to him. And he proved it in Europe as well. I thought he was by f- far to, the, the, the player of the year for me. Uh-huh. But in saying that, you know, those that I mentioned there earlier, we very, very close. In another, in another team, and another whatever, they probably would have got it. But Rory Gaffney for me, absolutely. I, always, I
2: oh, can't then, agree like, with you there. Going to you, UJ. Yeah, I, I would agree, Dad. I thought he was. I mean, it, I, I absolutely take your point. I think there could have been four or five uh, players of the year, but I mean, like, I think the thing about Rory Gaffney was, and I've no. No problem. Put my hands up uh, and I put my hands up and admit this. I remember the early stages that I turned around to you in one night and I thought, Geez, "I'm not quite sure what we're going to get out of this lad." Because if you if you remember, this is not trying to get out of jail, but in the early stages, it did take him a while to um, to, to to climatize really in the league. But um, I, I was kind of thinking, like, is he a striker? Is he kind of a you know, is he a more advanced midfielder? I didn't quite know um and it shows what i know in terms of coaching but a massive amount of credit to the likes of mcphail and bradley for, for for understanding what it is that he had but yeah it was everything about like his hold-up play is incredible i'd say he's a defender he's a nightmare to mark because his energy is incredible Um, he's very very strong so he holds up the ball quite well as my dad points out he's gotten some incredibly important goals for us Um, and it's his overall attitude i know it's cliche in football but everyone talks about oh you want a player you know you can really get the fans on side if you just put your heart and soul into every 90 minutes and that, that that's exactly what Rory Gaffney does his, his work rate right, is incredible
0: he's got his tremendous heart and I said it before and I say it again I've, I've said it all the time a lot of players with the socks roll down you know, we, and it's a simple it's a simple little thing you look at it and you go he's ready that fella he's ready yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah I love it with
0: no now come here. Uh, uh, I thought we were we were blowing our entire budget on the women. Oh, but thank God that, that that hasn't happened. It's great to see, and it's great to get the girls involved. It's it's tremendous. But but but, but um we, we we have a few bodies got, gotten in now this, this um this, this this uh this this year. So so what what's your thoughts on the new players like 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 Marcus Poom? Have you, have you ever seen much of
3: him or No uh, Winston uh, Funny, uh, Winston, I think, Jason, this always happens every year when there's new sign and there's new whatever. And, uh, you know, you can't judge a fella really on his first or his second game. And, I like, how many times have we seen it, Winston, or Jason, with players that we we think, I don't think, whatever, he's he's in the Rovers mode, you know, with Gary O'Neill or something. All of a sudden, he becomes part and parcel of the team. puts his name down to be selected every week. And the only year, in in our case, Winston, it's very difficult now to get a spot in the team. So they have to earn a spot, and yeah. uh, um, they also have to understand what it's play, what it's like. Like I often said to and that Winston, when I played for Rovers in in my era, and we played, I'm going to say Boas, for example, right? Uh, uh, playing Bowers, uh when I was with Rovers was still the same. Uh, uh, occasion as in they would build their season around beating Rovers and that in a lot of cases would would do well for them they beat Rovers if you know what I mean That's so still the case. You,
1: have
3: to, you, yeah, you have to nearly win the Moyen battle in, in the beginning Winston the failures have to be up for it and what Jason was saying McPhail and uh, uh, Stephen uh, I've, I've built that in now all of a sudden if you know what I mean when when we play Bows now they're still the same 90 minutes you still gotta. but does it? there's a steal about us now that wasn't there before? If you know what I mean. So when I come, these players that come in. This lad Poom, for example, uh, I know. No, uh, I think I remember him, Jay, when he played against. Us, didn't he in? In, in Well, Europe. I actually, I, mean, I, I, found, I, found, I found out. I
2: yep. found out during the week that he didn't actually. He didn't play against us. He uh, he was on the bench in the two games against us, but he played in the six games apparently in the conference yeah. league. So I mean that that there's a huge bit, of, a huge amount of credit in the bank there. And even to my dad's point there, Winston, and, and, and in answer to your question um, around the new signings, um, you know Stephen Bradley, you know in Bradley we trust really because he's proven himself to be a really really smart operator, and he he clear there's a there's a thought process and there's a philosophy behind the players that he brings in. If you look at the job that he's doing with all the broken toys like Danny Mandreau and Jack Byrne and uh, Graham Burke, all these lads that apparently were supposed to be, you know, trouble and this, that and the other and how he's molded them into the system, but also molded their attitude, which I think is huge. Um, you know, Bradley could bring in Anthony Stokes, and he'd probably win the Ballon d'Or next year. You know, he's obviously got the mightest touch when it comes to looking after players and and getting them in the right mindset. So, in answer to your question, regardless of who we bring in, whether it's Johnny Kenny or Poom, you know, I, I I have faith in Bradley now that he's gonna that he's gonna work with them and get the best out of them. My, my biggest fear is holding on to Bradley. <laughs>
3: yeah, and, and the other thing, Jason is and Winston, uh, what won is and um, what has been winning it is. You have a look now, Jay, when Stephen changes the team in the 68-minute or something like that. Every player that we bring yeah. in now can change a game and win a game, if you know what I mean. Exactly. Like the, yeah. not, yeah. It's
0: systematic. Those lads yeah. yeah. could have been yeah. played the 68 minutes beforehand, you know?
3: Correct, yeah. Exactly. That's exactly. what I'm saying. That's, yeah. the, that's the difference. The squad, and I, I am a huge believer now, Winston, to win these leagues. I mean, you have a look at it when the season starts. And when we... You've seen it in Europe. We're one Thursday night, we're over in uh, Bucharest. Saturday, we're in Finn Park. You need the squad. You know what I mean? You need the squad. And uh, good luck to Stephen. I don't know... Funny enough, I'm dying to see how Bord fits in. Because I'm thinking, where they play him? You know?
0: No, come here. I've, I've, I've something to show you here real quick. Uh, uh,
3: I, yeah. ha- I have to go,
2: Winston. Sorry, I actually have to shoot. Sorry, buddy. Okay, okay. mate. That's no problem. Are you all right to stay on? Absolutely, Winston. Okay. Uh, well, well, Cheers, uh, Winston.
0: Jason, it was lovely to meet you. Absolutely.
2: And, I look forward to meeting you in person this season. For
0: the Cup of Rosie Lee. Yeah,
2: absolutely. God bless. It. Look after yourself. You too. You, God bless you. That's it. Look after yourself. DJ. You yeah, were going
3: to show something there
0: with. with... I, I am. I, I, I was saying to you about uh, uh, um, Marcus Poum. I, I love his Ronnie. Great, book. <laughs> and and uh, uh, I'll just show you. It reminded me of of a of an old
3: devil. Uh, there, Oh, come here, Winston. That that was in me Mexican drug cartel days. I was got
0: that very <laughs> old chapo.
3: I was going to say that was me and Winston. You know the funny thing as well. Even looking at the O'Neill's jersey, the weight of it, Jesus, I have to tell you. It looks heavy. Wait, I should have, I have to tell you, when, so I should have been in a boy band then. You know what I mean? When you look at that,
0: you, Jesus, you could have it off.
3: <laughs>
1: very
3: very basically, Rollis, huh? Hard, hard, to believe, hard to believe you're looking at the first player of the year there. It's like a Mexican <laughs> drug dealer. That's, now
0: you've a hat trick for that now for saying that on the podcast. So there thanks you go. For, that, <laughs> a ball for that. That's a tour time that's now. Oh, oh,
3: man alive. <laughs> that's a classic.
0: It's an awful <laughs> pity Jason isn't around to see that.
3: Oh, you've seen it. Oh,
0: they-
3: <laughs> <laughs> you oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, I love it, Winston. You're a him
0: here. Look, has a clue. he's catching that as well. Look.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is unbelievable. Brilliant, Winston. 10 out of 10. Oh, what a day that was. Yeah. Brilliant. 10 out of 10, buddy
0: no, uh, we we all known now that we we've seen that the Ronnie might be making a comeback, which is great. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah.
0: Okay, But uh, do you know what? It's it's an awful P Jason couldn't have stuck around because we've come to the end. As, as a
1: yeah. Um, I, will so look
0: look at... I was going to say, um, before we go, how's the yeah. old uh, the old Rolls Royce? Yeah, it... it's one hundred and ten percent. One hundred and ten percent. i am
3: already Because yeah, i was... second. Section A, you can hear me. Section A. Well um, I was gonna say,
0: sorry. oh oh the row the bow's room is bare.
3: There's no silverware there. And there's no Mr. Shane the clean, because
0: there's, there's nothing to clear.
3: <laughs>
0: I was trying to keep it
3: clean, but fuck it. <laughs> sorry, no, you're okay. All right, buddy. The the claim. Yeah. It'll be sung. I tell
0: you, from the rooftops. Correct. Robbie. It's been an absolute pleasure.
3: And Ditto I mean, really. Thanks so much. Myself. I hope you have. Thanks too. so much, Paul. Ditto. Absolutely. And Winston, it's look great. look after yourself. You see you in, see, see in Sligo.
0: I'll see you there. Keep me a seat right, on so. the week.
3: Yeah. <laughs> no. You have to go before the committee. Oh, the committee. <laughs>
0: yeah. you working so.
3: Take care, Paul.
0: All the best, Rob. Take it easy. Okay.
3: Up the hoops. Up the hoops. Oops. <laughs> All together, one more time. Oh, <laughs> the, the post <laughs> room is bare. Chicky chica, chicky chica. Chicky chica. There's no <laughs> silverware there. Chicky chica, chicky chica. <laughs> and there's no, <laughs> no Mr.
5: Sheen.
3: But there's no
5: call. Chicky chica, chicky the post
4: room <laughs> is bare. There's no silverware
1: there. And there's no Mr.
3: <laughs> but all
2: the Jason here apologies I had to shoot off early there gents uh, Daddy Daycare was calling uh, but Winston's just showed me that photo and I had to send in a reaction. That is some photo. Well, the first thing I'd say is excellent Photoshop skills because uh, they actually look pretty believable. I think the first thing this brings to mind there is the fact that my dad had a mustache the day he got married. And so all of his wedding photos with my mom that are all over the house and where as we were growing up. Um, yeah, we always had to stare at that Ronnie. And it's something that my mom, I don't think, will ever forgive my dad for. Um, she despised it back then and she disposes it to this day. So <laughs> it's, quite, it's quite good to see it back. It's also confirmed to me that facial hair just doesn't suit me. So, uh, yeah, any plans that I might have had down the line for growing a bit of facial hair, I think that's out the window now. Uh, yeah, it doesn't suit me at all. The Sligo experience was brilliant. I know a lot of people were a bit despondent leaving the stadium, but I thought the overall event was fantastic. Um, The support, as always, from Rovers was fantastic, particularly the Ultras, who I was standing near, and they never stopped singing for 90 minutes. Um, But there was so much excitement on the night. You know, the off-season is such a long period um, of being away from fellow hoops. And um as I actually mentioned on the Rovers forum, I've never seen so many hugs in an away and Everyone was just so relieved to see each other. So um, and listen, Sligo is a brilliant football in town. It really is like it's got great tradition up there. And we were actually speaking with a couple of lads in the pub beforehand, long term Sligo fans from the town. Um And they were saying that football is king in Sligo, which is why their GAA sides are not very good, um, which they were delighted about. But I thought the overall atmosphere was fantastic. Um, There was 10 minutes of absolute hysteria around when Pico was sent off. And I actually thought, even though we ended up drawing the game, I just thought that was brilliant because it, it, it encapsulates what's great about a live football and experience, you know absolute fervor all around the stadium people are kind of losing their minds the players and the fans and um, you just can't put a price on that so uh and listen we 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 tend to start quite slow anyway you see the last couple of years we usually get to you know the quarter mark or even the halfway mark and there's questions as to whether you know we're going to be able to retain the league or win it and um so yeah I'm happy Happy with how it went, and um I was happy leaving the stadium and yeah there's definitely improvements to be made there, but there's a few new players to embed themselves um and Sligo were absolutely up for. It. I thought a draw was a fair result, so yeah i was I was happy enough driving back to Dublin on the back of that
4: um the the Gaffneys and Winston Prof the apple was windy day, when the apple fell from the tree. I love that. <laughs> I love it. Um yeah. brilliant stuff though. I mean, especially the, the gang in London. That's a that's a lovely story. A fella turning up thirty years in London, then he's finally watching a Rovers match with other Rovers fans and he's stayed in touch so long so and he stayed in in the loop. It's brilliant.
5: Yeah, I love I that. I tell you what, um, Rob,
4: you should get the gaff's fly in and he could get this fucking documentary over the Lion masters and film. I will not speak about this. <laughs> um, yeah, great to hear from Jason. I
5: met him a few times. Great fella. And uh Jeez, he loves he loves the hoops and he loves the away buses. And he loves the camaraderie, isn't he? So I yeah, quite enjoyed that interview.
4: Honestly, it's, dare I say, 75% of rovers is the camaraderie and the crap yeah, yeah.
5: and the trips and the cans. And the, yeah. You know what I mean? I, th- I think you could pull off that moustache, Jason, if you're listening. Uh, it's the cover photo of this podcast, <laughs> so you know what we're talking about. Uh, give the moustache a go. Give
4: it a go. The, 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 ruddy- ra- the
5: rat as uh Gaffney called it back in the day, the seventies mm-hmm. mustache. Uh by the way, Gaffney was desperate for a spare ticket for Sligo. Uh before the game and he put the he put the text in the group and he said, If anyone hears of a spare for Sligo, I'll give them the Tyler Cup medal. <laughs> now that's that is some sacrifice. It's not about the Blacksnake Cup, no? No, it was the Tyler Cup seventy eighty one. <laughs> the Blacksnake Cup was seventy uh late 60s I think but uh, yeah there you go yeah, like so Steve Lynx remember Steve Lynx standing
4: his medal his cup medal 78 Stevie Lynx yeah so brilliant stuff from the prop again and Winston who is he prof who is he uh, yeah so prop next up start 11s and predictions this is a tough one again I haven't been doodling too much so I haven't been boring you this week, now. No, no I haven't you, been you, you, me, you usually do when I'm boring bar you. Boring me to bleed and tears, mm. right? So Manus, Grace, Hawke, no real choice there. I'm not sure. I'm gonna go Grace Hawke, I think I might go. No, I don't know if he's fit yet. I'm gonna go Grace Hawke, I like the look of Clark. I like Clark Clattering in the people, and I think he's explosive in these little short pitches as well. He gets up the, the field really quickly, especially if the pitch is nowhere near as big as what it should be. Clattering in the fellas, he's a good chance. I think he's only going to get better. No. I'm going to get him on the left and Faruja on the right because probably the best game we've ever seen, Faruja, was out here on the right.
5: Oh, and last remember, season. Remember the bangers yeah, were Tronas? at us. Remember? He was unbelievable. He was brilliant that game. He was outrageous. So that was one all, wasn't it? One all, yeah. One 0 yeah absolutely absolutely terrorized that fullback. So more of the same please. Dave Bulger, I think he was shredding. Yeah, I'm gonna go Gary O'Neill in the middle. And that can be the difference maker on this tight pitch in Drada. The- exactly. It can be the likes that it can be I remember Danny Mandroyu. Um was that or was Danny actually sent off last year at this game? But um do you know what keeps getting mentioned? I think Dan Fulham has brought up a couple of times. Twenty ten, we ran to Drada. The- and we were absolutely brutal. Or maybe both teams are probably brutal. <laughs> and Gary Twig just won it on his own. Out of nowhere. He the, did bo- that a few times the ball, up there ball now. broke in the halfway line. And
4: he lobbed him. Was it a lob? I remember him scoring a fucking deadly lob in Hunky Dory Park. I remember Twig being very good out there a few times.
1: Mm.
4: Someone please correct me on that, but I'm nearly sure Twig scored a deadly lob out there. And we all went nuts.
5: Didn't he only score like one goal outside the box? I'm nearly sure. This was there was a Bray game, I think, where he
4: sort of lobbed the keeper. Someone it. may correct me, but I'm nearly sure I remember a yeah. lob from out there. But, uh, but yeah, so that's I'm going to go Gary O'Neill. I'm going to go Watts. I think Watts was good against Derry. I think... Towell and Poom are both options. But Gary O'Neill and Watts, I'm going to go for in the middle here. I'm going to mm. go Bourne, Gaff, Bourke. I don't think I've made many changes. Possibly the same starting eleven. I'm you know, not going to make a change because I think Gaff needs to play. Burke can't drop. Bourne was good. Now Burke made me look silly by dropping him
5: last week. But when Burke when Burke came on in Sligo, I really liked the look of him. I yeah. want to see more
4: of him. But who do I drop from? Well, that's the that's that's what you earn your crust for as a gaffer, isn't it, problem I'm glad I don't have these headaches. As for a result, always tough out here. But I'm going to say we're going to do well. I'm going to say two nil, two late goals. Two, two after well, I've been hammered for calling an early goal before. After 78th minute, and I'm gonna go gaff and bork again. I'm gonna go bork again to continue on as far So two nil. Gary P's prediction. Yeah,
5: look at your team here.
4: Um, we're on the whack express, prof. We are going with the whack from the points.
5: The tail, that's just your. Yeah, you were thinking about
4: potentially it. Potentially putting them in, and I know he wanted a big season for a towel as well. I'm not even starting them. Can't
5: really argue With your team here at all um, you, you could say you've Personal
4: dropped, preference You could probably put Gannon you, in for Greece You dropped
5: Poum there mm. I, I want Poum to start The first Four or five games Of the season okay. I want him to An expensive Fucking Padre Pio yeah, Not instead of O'Neill No instead of Watts um, So you're going Poum I'm going to keep. I'm going to keep Starting Poum Because I think This will pay off
4: Are You going to put Bort in
5: Bert as the impact sub. Oh. And I think Bert actually might nick a goal oh, off the oh, bench. Oh, so, so what are you going to say? I'm one saying 2-0.
4: Gaffney and Bert. Gaffney and Bert. Yeah, so that is it. We are on the WAC Express, Prof. And we are going to be travelling from the points. Looking forward to a couple of points, considering my absence. Inexcusable mm. absence last week. I'm looking forward to it. Um, have we
5: both been on the Wack Express
4: before at the same ab- time? De- definitely. Absolutely have, yeah. I can't remember when, but we definitely have. We've been on it separately, but... I was on it with Jaden in Dark yeah. last year as well. Great, great, great bus all around. Top, top bus. It's yeah. different, you know, from the 50s. Yeah. Um, the Golden Goal was won by the Bear. And he won a pair of signed Gary O'Neill Scoopy Boots. And 300 quid. A solid pot of over 300 quid. What a price. And and we have an even better one this, this week, Prof. We're going to go all out on our Golden Goal this week. We have a centenary jersey... From 1991 to 2001, it's a, a Woody's one. An absolute cracker.
5: So we thought that was a our centenary yeah. in 2001. so we thought it was. It's yeah. a
4: cracker of a jersey. Woody's one reminds me. I asked in the chat, I said, who does this remind you of? I got Noel Hunt, Derek Tracy, a mm. couple of other players. Tony, Grant. Tony dare, Grant, dare you say. Dare you say, yeah. So get involved. If you want to get involved in the Golden Goal, and win a few quid for Rovers for players scoring goals and uh, some nice spot prizes. Get involved, get in touch with us through our socials.
5: And speaking of the Points Mafia and the Wack Express and all that, uh, Mick McCarthy, our own senator, he was on TG4 uh, Wednesday again. last week. He was on telly again. He was on telly again, and sure enough, uh, a couple Rob- of
4: focal, couple, couple of focals. Uh,
5: I didn't see myself now. He is a bit of a media whore now, but I believe Robbers got mentioned. He he uh, he's very good at mentioning the old Robbers pulling up the sleeve. That's it. One's a hoop. I was a hoop. Uh, so we're off to draw I on Friday. And um, they've once again renamed their park, their stadium. What was the first? What was it United Park? Hunky Dory Park. Oh, Two Park. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Hunky Dory. Toffee Pops. Head in Arena. the game. Uh, <laughs> so now it's the Hunky Dory Head in the game Bowl. Uh, no it's named after a pub in the town Weavers Park Weavers Park yeah this is what so. we don't really
4: do on Drottaday either we don't actually go up there and stick around so this this Friday we're leaving at 5 what time mm. we, what, what time are you thinking half 6 half 6 we'll be in Drottaday so we've been there uh, uh, the, for a point on point the old like. traffic yeah. but, um,
5: no the, 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 the pub right beside the ground um, been in there many times yep. it is quite small now so if you're late good luck getting get the points I easy. know
4: the whack air uh, yeah the background's a tight ship I think we'll be <laughs> alright but the members packs as well prof they will be out um the end of the week as you listen to this you'll be adorned and nestled in a lovely member mm. scarf with a pin badge on your label and er uh, being depends on how happy you'll be but um
5: no, listen as long as I have it in my hands by the week of the dairy game i happy yeah <laughs> so yeah like you, I said are you saying I won't have it in my hands
4: <laughs> well you should do Prof we're on the case the Prof or Gary P and the Bear are on the case we look after it oh Jesus Christ so that is it uh, we are uh, We. that's it We a dull enough start to the start of the league but no there you have dropped points as well wouldn't look too much into it so we'll see it in Hunky Dory Toffee Pop Park and um, that's it keep on helping. see ya I'm gonna be round my vegetables Shout down my vegetables I love
1: vegetables card off and sell my vegetables I